Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes past the hour. Welcome in to The Rick and Bubba Show. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. The kickoff hour is live for another edition. Eddie Van Adler's here. I'm Speedy alongside Greg Burgess, Michael Helms. We're called the Good Time Gang, and uh, we are kicking things off. That's why it's called the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now. Busy show on tap today as well. Got a lot to break down and discuss in the old world, uh, plus a lot of personal stories as uh, we get the, to get the day started. Uh, some things here that we can just go through, run through some business. Uh, we have Congressman Gary Palmer will be with us today, fresh off being in D.C. We'll check in with James Spann uh, as well. Will, will a meet could spin. Uh, that's always on the table. We got Rick and Bubba University this week uh, features uh, Graham Allen uh, and a friend of the show. Uh, for all of you Blaze TV uh, folks and subscribers, you know all about Graham Allen and others uh, out there. Uh, he is um, uh, always a bit, well, actually uh, uh, a big impact on social media, and uh, and we'll catch up with Graham Allen uh, here on the uh, the Rick and Bubba University podcast this week uh, and uh, see how he's doing. Uh, I know there's been a uh, if you watched Fox and Friends over the weekend, there's been a lot of controversy uh, with it, with his merchandise line and some things getting pulled down uh, and uh, you know censored and and canceled and all this kind of stuff. So we'll talk to him about that and, and a number of other things. But uh, that will happen today, and then that will hit on Saturday morning. Well, let's bring him in. Sitting over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. Guys, how are y'all doing? Y'all good? Good, good. I, I will say this. I you know yesterday we had this little piece of the 
hour, I said, hey, I'm fully equipped to dominate the day. Mm-hmm. And right now, I feel like I'm missing something. Like really? I feel like I forgot something. Oh, I feel like no. I'm I, – y'all hate that feeling? Yeah. I have that sometimes. And I don't know if it's going to impact me like in the next hour or it's mm-hmm. going to be something that hits me about 3 o'clock today. Mm-hmm. But I've got that feeling and I can't get it off of me. Hmm. How about that? You think you need more cowbell? Is that what it is? It possibly. Okay. Who knows? Right. I will like be in Mississippi later tonight. Right. You feel like you've left something undone? Is that what you're saying? I mean, like I don't know what it is. I can't. I don't know if it's. I don't know. That's well, what's I, on me. Well, I might cut out a little early. Powerball. It's up to six hundred forty million. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, Eighth largest a lot in Powerball history. Can do a lot with that. I, yeah. I might cut out a little early. So yeah. Will you get me one? Because yeah, I know I'm probably gonna win. <laughs> Um, I'll just share a lot with of people yeah. sitting in front of that. Yeah, six hundred and forty million dollars. Let me do this right here. Mm. Mm. Wow! How about that? Bring it. And my car was mad at me this morning. I don't know if I told you. Yeah, that. you did. Well, you did the car you wrong. Mistreated. Yeah. My, so the kids asked me last night. Mine's they were, mad. If this, if yours is mad for this, mine's mad every day. That's well, yours is used sits. to it though. See, it's kind of like a dog <laughs> when it gets put in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. So the kids asked Plus. me last night, "Hey, can I? Can I?" Can you back the cars out of the garage so that that I can can we can play? Mm-hmm. They didn't want to go outside, but they wanted to do something with. We got you a forgot good to pull area them back in. in the garage, and I forgot to pull them back in. And I got in the car this morning, and I heard it just saying, "What'd you leave me out here for? Mm-hmm. It's too cold." How for this. Look at my windows, bro. Yeah, you didn't even remote start me. Don't even think. Take his hey, seat out on your butt. Hey, I honestly <laughs> take me for granted. Now I've got like a three mile trip. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. not long. But I felt like about a mile and a half in, like, hey, I'm not, I'm just not running right for you today. I'm just mm-hmm. not, not going to do it. You're going to have to deal with it, too. Yeah, yeah. man. Mad. Steering wheel's cold on your hands. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you, that electric start, that heated. I used to think, oh, well, who wants a stupid heated steering wheel? And now, granted, in this part of the country, we don't have the need for it a lot. No, mm-hmm. we don't. But when we do, mm-hmm. I think heated steering wheel's the ticket. I hope none of your former power <laughs> buddies no. here would you like you. That's the ticket. I'm admitting that a big candy. That's all a gun is nice. You, little hands, I mean, will I survive hands without warm? it? Yeah, I'll survive. Do you use it. the heated seats? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I like those. Hot, now, I don't though. have a steering wheel hey, that heated. They get hot, though. They do get hot. Yeah, you got to watch your temp. Then you got to bump it down on the little thing. And the cool, the cool side is big time. Now, that. I do like yeah. summer because now we do have a lot of heat in this part of the world. Yeah. So I don't have a steering wheel though. I've never experienced so I that. I thought that oh, who wants a stupid steering wheel? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would live without it. But I'm just saying, I'm I admitting <laughs> that that ain't bad. <laughs> you know, that ain't bad. <laughs> you not. grabbed on this morning and said, Hey, I like it. <laughs> because it was 27 when I got in the yeah. truck. Yeah. So yeah, that's, well, it's, that's cold. I that's real that's cold. That's why my car was mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 turn mine on for a little bit you know you try to remember that way you know it'll uh you know when your, your window window sh- window shield is is just like frozen over and all that yeah. kind of stuff it's you, you're sitting there waiting you can't see you got your head out the wind or something so i remembered today and i turned it on and it had you know <laughs> it, it had melted just a little bit so i'm like leaning down and then i hit the windshield wipers and and I was, you know, I could see and drive or whatever, but I hate the mornings where I forget and you come outside and you're like, gosh, I'm mighty. You're just sitting in the car waiting. That remote start. Oh, it's, Look, a, it's a game changer. That Hendrick Chevy, Silverado oh, High Country, go. that a, I'm currently driving. Take a sip. It's got so many things. Here's the deal. You know the lights that brighten <laughs> dim on their own? Mm-hmm. It's got that, but if it's cold, I guess the frost or something, It'll default out of that. I guess the camera that controls it can't see mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So it won't work, which is fine, but it took me a while to figure it out. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. You're talking to it? But then it'll give you a little message, you know. That thing is awesome. Well, so, hey, hey, dummy. Hey, here's more proof that mine was mad at me this morning. The Bluetooth, 
connecting to the phone mm-hmm. to play music yeah. has never failed me. Never. Not once. And about halfway here, I was like, man, I really want to listen to that song this morning. And it was like, oh, I'm not playing you. Yeah. I, yeah hey, you think you're playing in my speakers? <laughs> no, sir. Sorry. No, and not it, I could not get it to Leave connect. me outside. Could not uh-huh. get it to play. Yeah. It was, was like, uh, hey, you won't do this again. I'm I teaching say, you, yeah, owner. Yeah. I got my new phone. I will say I'm digging that Apple Music. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Look at you. Huh? The little things that you find from day to day is only me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think about a song. Boom. There, yeah, there it is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, hoop, there it is. I there it is. Oh, that's good stuff. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, look. It is a game changer. Yeah. Do you remember, when, you remember when we had to have like CDs or – I you know. had to put something on thumb drive or whatever just to have it, and yeah. now you just you think about it and search it, and there it is. Yeah, I still like having a CD. Mm-hmm. I just like seeing it and yeah. holding it, like the feel but, of it. But I mean, this that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now you you come. There's a few artists that don't participate, but very few. Yeah. You know, you can find most anybody. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I found Rainbow uh, Stone Cold. Uh-huh. Y'all don't even know what that is. Right. It was on there. Hey, look. You've discovered it. Now just wait till you're able to create playlists. Yeah. Then that's, that's game another changer. game changer. Yeah. Have them like, you know, rock or, you know, whatever. And then you just go to that playlist and mm-hmm. then there it is. Yeah. Wait till you just. You hey, know, I ain't going to get too far huh? involved in that. Wait till, wait till that. You will, though. I'll just go you punch this song At some point. Wait till that, Cricket Finger. Huh? Mm-hmm. I like that about it. A lot of things <laughs> I don't like, but I like that. <laughs> Oh, I goodness. think by this time next year you'll be all in. Oh, oh you'll the, be the all things in. that I dislike. He'll be talking not, to Siri for you. Know. <laughs> the things I didn't. No, I, I don't like. That creeps me out. Yeah. The things I dislike about it are not game changers. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, man, I don't really like that. But it's not like Ooh, I ain't have it. You'll be going. Hey, Gary, call Lisa. I don't. I don't. I don't. A want heated that. steering wheel and an iPhone. Did we ever see the day? No, I'm no. telling you. I, everybody that knew Greg back when. I'm sorry. Thirteen years of this <laughs> has ruined me. Greg at RickandBubba.com. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Welcome into the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. You know we love Laurel, Mississippi, and uh, Rick will be there tonight. Uh, if you're listening live, and it's Thursday, January the fourteenth, he'll be at the Man Church kickoff service at Journey Church in Laurel, Mississippi. Uh, and uh, be looking for that. He's excited, as always. I know, Helmsy, you're going to be making the trip with him uh, and others, so uh, be checking that out. Laurel, Mississippi, they head your way. The Man Church kickoff service, Journey Church, tonight, January the 14th. You, you know, I think um, – just a step out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can help me. Okay. Hometown, the show on yeah, HGTV. Yeah, that's Aren't where it is. from Laurel, Mississippi? Yeah. yeah. Ben and mm-hmm. Aaron Napier. Hometown. I'd yep. like to see Ben come tonight. I'd mm-hmm. like to hang out with Ben. Yeah. It's a big man. That's a big man. He is. Hometown. Big teddy bear, it looks <laughs> like. You've seen his brother. He's big. The whole family's big. Now, I think they're doing some kind of show in Alabama. And I don't know if it's going on right now. I don't mm-hmm. know if they've moved there for good. Yeah. And, I, and I look, major step out. Right. Like we Tumpka or we Dowie. Oh, wow. Where okay. they have moved and or either they're moving there for a period of time or maybe it's already happened. Uh-huh. I think I read that somewhere. Which is it? We Tumpka Really we step out. I don't know. Now. Really step I knew. I know it started with a W. Okay. <laughs> but, and I know it wasn't Wilsonville. Okay. So we, we're down so to I'm down to we Dowie. Yeah. And I and I've so if they're in if they're in Laurel, Mississippi tonight, I I, you can't. Hey, hey, Ben, we you can't build WB. 
okay? As much as I'd like to see Aaron, we can't bring her. It's a man church event. Right. right. But I would like but, to see Ben. Yeah. I don't know that you want to bring that up with Rick because he's not going to know what you're talking he's about. He's not, I know. Okay. Probably leave that conversation right, just yeah. with you two. Sure. Um, question for you. You know, sometimes I'll have you know, I love when questions. you ask us questions. <clears throat> would, you got a question? would either of you, okay, <laughs> would either of you entertain the idea of having a robot pet? Hmm. No, but you know, my first reaction is no, but then I get to thinking. <laughs> Let me give you a little bit of information. Well, what, kind, what kind of technology we got? I mean, does it thing. what's it look like? <clears throat> well, the Honolulu uh, Police Department uh, has caught some heat this week for spending one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in one of their funds that wow. they have on a robot robot on, on a robot dog from Boston Dynamics. Okay, is it, that that one that? It looks for the old lady. Hold on, wait a minute. How's it walk? <laughs> you remember? And it shows, and it's like yeah, and it and it does like flips and stuff. Yeah, is that it? it yeah, it and doesn't it, look like a dog. It's like a robot, right? Right. Yeah. What are they going to do with it? They going to well, capture people with it? <laughs> well, they they're 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 spending it uh, for a number of different reasons. That money for the uh, Boston Dynamics pet, but it's it's created uh, more conversation there about. Yeah. All right, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. Would you own a robot pet? And a recent survey asked 6,000 Americans, and believe it or not, 23% said yes. Now, that thing kind of creeps me out. I saw, a, uh, I think it was an ad, mm-hmm. and it was this little husky puppy that looked real, and it uh-huh. wasn't, uh-huh. but it ran around like it was. Now, that would be pretty good, because yeah, it cool. doesn't pee or dump, and you've right. got to feed it. Well, there you go. Doesn't mm-hmm. hump people's legs. Right. There's, so there's some, there's some benefits, I guess. Yeah. But, all right, so you know how, Mr. Buddy, when you can't crank the truck, it likes to run the driveway with you. Oh, all the time. Huh? Well, you're not going to get that though with this one. Well, it could be beside me doing this. Yeah, it could be. Just Adler is showing video. This is amazing. It, yeah, but, it now is. that's a creepy. <laughs> now, it is creepy. I'll be honest. That thing creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a robot dog, I'd like it to look like it's one. creepy yeah. and by the way expensive. Uh huh. Yeah, pretty um, expensive. But now, are the police going to use it for like to help chase down people or? Yeah, I mean they're they're obviously going to use it for, See, for his things. Legs. That... He looks like a giant insect. Yeah, you know. Uh huh. Then it does a dog. It's uh, it's named. They named it Spot. Okay, mm-hmm. it's weird when you go to pet it. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Snuggle you. It, it, no. It's, it's going to be able to you know walk through various terrain, open doors, record video. Um, it, it'll live and dance for you, Greg. I saw it um, dancing a minute ago. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, in other words, they're they're going to be able to send it in ahead of time if it's in. You know, they got different situations where they need to figure something out. Hey, let's yeah. send it in. Uh, and maybe it can capture some video and come back to us, and we can see or whatever. I would think that'd so, be helpful yeah. in situations where there may be bombs or sure. when you're going into a house and mm-hmm. don't know who's in there. Yeah. I, yeah, I get all that, but calling it my pet and treating it like my pet, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, and I don't like maybe this not. one here where they claim that Spot's going to help, um, you know, the spread of COVID nineteen through touchless field screenings uh, and interactive, uh, you know. Um, I guess uh, ho- homeless individuals uh, in self quarantine, the spot will be able to go through. So Plus that's a little si- that that part's it, a little silly to me. But um, it's gonna he's gonna be able to uh, patrol an area and conduct uh, thermal imaging to detect people's temperature changes and stuff like that. So there's a COVID nineteen angle to this, but there's oh, also an angle goodness. where he's gonna be able to do things ahead of time if they're in certain situations. You know, I was trying to think how we could use this. Um, so carpool, for instance, right yeah, now with yeah. uh, with the kids, they have well with one of them, it's um, they have numbers 
okay? Mm-hmm. And they have somebody that enters those numbers. The idea was there was going to be something out there that you either scanned like a card mm-hmm. and it notifies via like a screen, a TV where your kid is sitting, mm-hmm. hey, your parents are here. Yeah. Or it was going to be something that you kind of like an ATM machine where you stick the card in or you even punch a number in. Yeah. Same thing. But they weren't able to get all that. It's a new school. They weren't able to get all that technology going. So mm-hmm. now they've got human beings out there. Mm-hmm. God love them, especially this time of year when it's cold. <laughs> good night. They do such a good job, but they're doing it on their phones. And so they're walking car to car. And you don't, you know, you don't have to talk to them or anything like that. I, I normally do. I, yeah. I think about you, Speedy, because it, you, you, you're a good communicator. You're friendly, know. those type things. And so I try to do that too. <laughs> but it's, you get in those uncomfortable moments too where you don't want to hold them up, but you don't want to not say hey to. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Oh, I know. So they're doing that. So I can, all I can think about is maybe one of these robots mm-hmm. out there yeah. that, Look, you, that you're sitting there. Yeah, just think, think about it prancing around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you give them the number. It's yeah. Like a big oh, yeah. You Thank know? you. Yeah. Thank you. Ha, ha. Uh, is, that, is that how it's going to be? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. It's a good dog. It is. So a robot dog. I don't know. Just you know, part That's of, not it, a robot it, dog. It, I'm sorry. That's just not. a robot something. It's just but a four-legged four robot. For you, for you pet lovers, uh, isn't part of having a pet is the interaction it and, is. and, and the yeah. bond that now, you do have what I like that I can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah, it yeah, is. It's a big, yeah, inter- it's yeah. a big part of it. That's going to be missing, I think, with Spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to have It's going to feel different when it jumps on the couch and you reach down there and there's metal. Right, and it says, rob me. <laughs> <laughs> or pet me. Let me pet me, please. <laughs> pet, pet me. Pet, pet my head. Oh, wait a minute, I don't have one. Pet my tummy. You won't hear this, though. Here's I'm that. thirsty. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. I got right. no food. I don't know why he's I got to let me out of the house. I got to pee. Right. You don't get to hear any of that. Yeah, nothing. Because dogs I need a new pee pee pad. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it There's fakes like it's There's dumping Braden's room. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it fakes like it uses it and then spins out. You know how they do their feet? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I love dogs. <laughs> Take that for not taking me out. Um, Can you get Caroline off the couch? <laughs> 23% of Americans, though, I would, they would take a I'm robot I'm dragging pet. my butt through the gravel. But you don't <laughs> – you know what I don't want? I don't want uh, – you know, you, do, you always say don't have a pet that can take you, right? Yeah, yeah. This robot pet stuff. thing, you might wake up and it's yeah. got a red dot on its chest going, mm, good morning. Yeah. Who's yeah. that man that screams at all the kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm taking him out. Yeah. Well, if it grabs that leg, it ain't going to let go. Just wait. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. I'm feeling a change. All right, let me throw this back. Do you remember? I don't know for you on YouTube, you can't uh, hear this. This is uh, layup and change coming. Did do you remember why we played this? What theme song this used to be? Oh, I don't question. know why we would, but what change is coming? I was a couple of years off on the Cleveland Browns, but oh, I claimed okay. right. a change was coming yeah. to Cleveland. Oh, if you remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got their work cut out for them this weekend as uh, they go to Kansas City oh, yeah. to play the Chiefs. But hey, you know what? They're there. They open it up like they did this last weekend. They'll have a shot. I don't know if that'll ever happen again. I think it's the first time I've ever seen anything like that. <laughs> I think Pouncey thought, are we punting? Because uh, that yeah, was a punting snap. No, I don't know. Uh, all right. So uh, anyway, um, there's um, a couple of things I want to ask uh, you guys. 
Um, when, when's the last time you guys have just sawed wood? And I'm talking about not with an, anything that'll help you. I'm talking about a handsaw just getting after All right, So I've got a good handsaw, I'm by so the way. I'm glad you're bringing this up. And mm-hmm. I've, you're talking about now limbs? Yeah, or, it, could, it could be limbs. It could be um, two, got, two by six. It, it could last be last summer. You know. Last summer, mm-hmm. okay. Because I got you? some low so limbs off trees uh-huh. that were too low to the ground. Right. I got my big ladder out, went out there, and whew, I got a good tree saw too. Yeah. It's sharp. Yeah. So I, I, I'm all about a chainsaw. Heart rate up on it. I use chainsaw regularly. Mm-hmm. Okay, we mm-hmm. got trees after trees. And I can't. We got too many trees. You got money. But when you said that has nothing to do with it, I had to buy one. But uh, <laughs> but the when you said saw, yeah. I thought like. We've been like I've been running a tile saw. Y'all mm-hmm. run a tile saw, wet yeah, tile saw. I haven't, I've seen it done. Yeah, right. I have so, too. I kind of so want to do it. Got but. one, and a couple years ago when we started doing some things around the house, and I remember and you trying to figure out which tiled, one to get. I have tiled a floor, <clears throat> and I have tiled. We've done the backsplash in our kitchen, mm-hmm. and so. But to your point on wood, mm-hmm. we've got to do uh, some finish, some baseboards, <clears throat> and some uh, trim. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, is this something I want to tackle like I've been doing with the tile, mm-hmm. or do I hire somebody to do you it? Gotta right. bump him in, but I'm going to have to buy a saw, mm-hmm. and I don't know where to, what you to buy on that front. Right. This will be new to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that angle too, Greg. Where, they, where it meets up? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think they got saws for that. Like you just I don't measure, know. line it up, and run it through. I don't want no part of it. Well, you know, you know, when you're sawing wood, it'll make a mess. It okay. will. Uh, sawdust. You know, it will. Uh, and so I like getting the sawdust yeah. and throwing on a good fire. Now you're talking strictly handsaw, or are you just talking about saw? <clears throat> handsaw. Just, I mean, you. <laughs> now, is this something that you're going to use like woodworking or well, out no, in the yard? No, like a tree? I, mean, I wish it was more important what I was doing, uh, but I. Uh, I, I, I kind of got out in the driveway so everybody in, in the cove oh could see me sawing wood because I got to keep up. This, what if your wood the, was wet? I, I got I to keep up this. Uh, you remember that you know, <laughs> That doesn't fire you up. Your wood's wet. I love that. I use that all the time. Yeah. Amanda and, and always. Dad. It did. Yeah. come from Mr. Wilburn. And, my, and Amanda yeah. looks at me all the time when I say that like I'm yeah. saying something dirty. But you're not. I'm yeah. not. No, no. You got to think about it What he's saying is if, if you're not fired up, your wood's wet. Yeah. yeah. Well, you if, can't hey, get fired hey, up. Hey, look. If this now. doesn't fire you up, your wood's wet. Right. Yeah. You ever tried to light, you know. It ain't going to happen. Wet wood. Hard to say wet wood. Wet wood. <laughs> um, but no, I got, you know, I've got, I got, I got to be the, like the guy to go to in the cove and I'm not as handy as I need to. So every now and then I got to get out and do something. So it looks like, well, see, look at him. He still, he still got it. You know, what um, were you sawing? Uh, I was just sawing two by six, <laughs> uh, is all I was doing. What were you going to uh, do with it? Well, I, I was, uh, so the trailer that I have, the little, my little four wheel trailer is at the house right now. Yeah. And but the um, neighbors love that. And you know, uh, <laughs> well, no, it's pushed. I've, I've actually, I got yeah, a. That's little, what you showed us the other day, Marco Polo, when you were cranking the four wheeler for the first time. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, right. and I, I got one of these. Um, I don't know if you've ever had one, but it's it's what they call a trailer dolly. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and yeah it's like just, when they can, push airplanes. Yeah, out. yeah. And yeah. so, and you can get with those for just your regular four wheeler trailer. You got a trailer dolly, and you have yeah, and you have speaking some, of money, you have got to hide it, guys. It's a little bitty. trailer. <laughs> you can't have it in your driveway in the cove. <laughs> no, gosh, no. You, you got to hide. You'll get a letter in a day. You woods wet. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so and so. Um, and I know this is silly, but you know how when you you take a trailer off uh, of your, your truck or whatever you got. And I mean, and you know how you can put some something under the support. Uh, I don't know what am I trying to say here. The support the yeah, leg. Yeah, you uh, put a, a, a piece yeah. of wood. Under. Yeah, a wood under it. Well, I had. You can a, actually use wet wood for that. Yeah, I actually. Now, yeah, it had, doesn't matter if it's wet because it's going to get wet. because yeah, it's yeah. outdoors. I actually had um uh I, I, what I call a block 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's like two by sixes that I nailed together and it, to to make it a certain height. Well, go well, get you a six by six. Well, uh, <laughs> he's a and, carpenter, and so. And so I, uh, I had it at the other house, and I don't yeah. know how this happened, okay? But I guess the way the driveway was and the angle, I could fit what I what – I built it in its five pieces, okay? Yeah. And the five pieces is too tall now. And, you know, you have some trailers that are light enough where you can pick up and push around yeah. yourself, and then you have some sure enough ones that are so heavy that you can't, okay? And so – Right now, I've left the four wheeler on the trailer because I'm tired of taking Dude, it off and on. And I'm yeah. like, in a couple of days, I'm gonna I'm gonna be right back on it. So I don't want to load it back up and all this kind of stuff. So I just pull the trailer into the driveway, put the block up under it, take it off the the you know the truck, and then move the truck up, get my dolly, and I can push it around like you see them pushing yeah. around airplanes, and I can just push it into the garage even with the trailer on there. I mean, uh, the four wheeler on the trailer. Well, I needed to make a new block. So I and so I got outside, saw some two by sixes, and everybody could see me out there going after it. And then I got off in it, and it was a pretty long two by six because you got to you know divide yeah. them up. And I had, I needed four pieces, and uh, and I just was like, you know, um, this is a bit pretty big piece here, and and I wish my saw was a little better because I don't do this a lot, and I didn't feel like getting out my electric saw because the battery was dead and all this kind of stuff. And, you run like a, a chainsaw through it. Well, I guess I could have. Yeah. People that do that amaze me that they get it so straight yeah. and all that. It's like, yeah. what in the world? I didn't really have anybody to hold yeah. it That's or push thing. anything yeah. down. So I was just, you know, I was out there, and uh, one of my neighbors said, what you doing? I'm just sawing some wood, just getting out here sawing. <laughs> and uh, and so I – Think about that answer, yeah. what he just I'm gave. Just sawing He's some sawing wood. some wood from a four-wheeler. <clears throat> got some wood needs sawing. Just yeah. down here sawing. Sawing then, wood. Then after that, I got the blower out and blew all the – Shave Sawing blowing. Working. No, I didn't say it like that, but I really know. do, and you like fire, and I do too. Yeah, you I take some sawdust and mm-hmm. throw it in a good oh, yeah. fire. That's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, I, I'm really missing fire. At, at my other house, I would ha- we had a little fire oh, pit, man, and I'd get, get out burn. there, and I would just I'd like to build fires. I don't know why. I just did I like to burn stuff like you're talking what about, I do, and I'm missing that. I right have now. a box pile. Uh-huh. And once it gets to a certain level in yeah. the garage, I go in out there and mm-hmm. fire that baby up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because believe me, Lisa will provide a box pile from all the stuff. I, speaking of which, I have mm-hmm. had to tell my wife, "Hey, Christmas is over." Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't like know. every day, there's a box at the house. Yeah. What's going on? We're 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 ten, fifteen days yeah, removed I, right. from Christmas. I started to question twenty days. Question mm-hmm. one other day, and I opened it and had dog food in it. And I thought, well, that's good. Now I ain't got to go get it. So that I did. Like. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's got Nordstrom on it mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that, you you know you're in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the world. Here's what I did though: I Joss and Maine. What is I, that? Yeah, lowered my tailgate to the truck, put the two by six up up <laughs> in the truck, <clears throat> pulled it off. You know, a little bit past the. But sawed you, it right. And just sawed off. it off. Right right you're a handyman. You need to get you one of them shows mm-hmm. on that. And just a big old long, big old long strokes too. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Just getting a. See, I don't have a good saw like that. See, a yeah. lot of people with a tree saw like I got, mm-hmm. it, you know, people, it don't cut when you push. It only cuts when you when pull. When you pull. And you'll see people trying to do this. Mm-hmm. And you're going, buddy, you're, it's, it only cuts one way. Yeah. I've heard time. you bring this up before, yeah. not on air, but off. And that yeah. really bothers you when you mm-hmm. see people yeah. doing that. I mean, you're, you're, you're working doubly. Well, they you don't do know. They don't have the experience. I think bite. Yeah, teach them. Pull mm-hmm. it. Pull it to you. And um, I, 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 I like I, a good sharp tree saw. After that, I got some nails out and hammer. Got a scabbard for it. Did some hammering out there too, hammered it all oh, together. He's really showing. Did you put a two belt on? <laughs> huh? Well, and 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 I, you know, they don't know what I'm building. They probably think I'm making some big, really big thing inside, <sighs> or or for the garage, or 
you know, and I'm just archway. all I'm doing is just archway making, at your driveway. <laughs> If you did, if you bet your big archway. Real cold outside yesterday, too. Yes, just in cold. case you're wondering. Yeah, I tried to run. I did, too. I Gosh, mean, I, I did. I, I, I locked up. <laughs> and I feel like you you lose your man card when you're running. If you pull your finger, if you oh, pull yeah. your hands back into your jacket, you know. But I, I mean, What about when cold. you take off? And you know you're going to warm up. Yeah. But you take off and you go, even when I warm up, I don't have enough clothes on. Right. I realize. And I'm, I'm way away from the house when I finally go, you don't have enough clothes. Right. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sometimes it feels so small, yeah. I can picture on your wall, yeah. I can hang on just to fall, yeah. No matter how I try. Ten uh, minutes until top of the hour. <clears throat> it is the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Busy show on tap today. Uh, we'll break all that down here. One more segment before Rick and Bubba join us. This portion of the show brought to you by LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You know, with the new year, a lot of small business owners out there and managers, uh, they're looking to maybe hire some remote employees, uh, add to the staff. Uh, maybe you're shifting business hours, uh, whatever the case. Uh, You need to use LinkedIn Jobs to get that message across. When your business is ready to make the next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help. They feature an active community of professionals with more than uh, 722 million members worldwide. Uh, Getting started is uh, easier than ever uh, with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. You know, uh, I don't know if you remember, guys, when we were growing up, they'd just like be a cork board, and then uh, it would just be, hey, we're hiring, need help, or hey, whatever. Uh, it's gotten a lot more advanced uh, now. So you uh, try LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, and uh, they'll get uh, you uh, you know kind of set up and ready so you can manage job posts, uh, contact candidates from your mobile device anytime, anywhere. Uh, so check them out right now. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. And in the world we're uh, living in now, it's important than uh, ever to find those right people to help run your business. So go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Get $50 off your job post, or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right. So we're hopping back and speaking of jobs, I don't know if it, some of you are uh, maybe looking to, you know, get a little money on the side or whatever. I see where the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is trying to hire more uh, Wienermobile drivers. Do you have to go through a special training to drive the big Wienermobile? I guess so. I, I mean, maybe you have to have a special I mean, license, you it's know, a weird looking deal. Yeah. You know, they're accepting applications until January the 31st. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. Pitcher, what, I, I, I got a new job. Really, what are you doing? I'm driving around that Wienermobile. Mm-hmm. You ought to see it. You know, was it Chicago that they made one of these Wienermobiles into like uh, an Airbnb? Yes. It's like it was really nice inside, and so you could like come and stay in it for a yep. night. Yep. I guess that's, you know, something you could say, hey, look, I did this. Uh, maybe on your resume, I drove the Wienermobile. I'm yeah. not sure. We've had a weird history with Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. I don't want to drive around in a big old Wiener. I, I don't even know. I, I give you that. I, I give you People that. look at you weird. Don't want to get in a big Wiener, much less driving look, around. Doesn't yeah. look comfortable. Uh, w- no. Whenever uh, I got in I bet one, it ain't got a steering wheel warmer. It was, uh, no. Probably not. Oxford, Alabama is where I was, right there in front of the mall. And uh, 
and Martins, uh, and for those in the high school, for those of you in that area, I know that's pretty local for you, but that's that's where I was <laughs> in the Oscar Mayer uh, Wintermobile riding around, mm-hmm. and it was pretty nice inside. You forget you're riding around in one. You think I'm in an RV, uh-huh. and then you get out and you wow, well, I wow size in that. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's a little weird. That's a big Oscar Mayer winner there. Um, also, one other question I've got for y'all, and then we'll move on. Uh, yeah, where are y'all on Kit Kats? Let's go to Canada. I'm not a big Kit Kat guy. You're not? not really? I love Kit Kats. I don't. I mean, I'll eat it. Yeah. But I, they don't it's come not in my, my world. Go-to. It's not my go-to. If they it's don't... there and I ain't nothing else, but I will not uh-huh. pick it up and buy it. Do y'all ever – I never buy candy bars anyway, but if it's laying around, I'll have one. I like a Kit Kat. Do you guys ever, like, marry, marry some of that, like, go with Kit Kat and take a bite of a Snickers or go Three Musketeers and then take a bite of something else and kind of – That's obesity. No. It's not? Okay. So, you know the little thin – There's only two candy bars I give anything to. Right. And, um, and Snickers is just not one of them. You know Snickers the... I love. Mm-hmm. Butterfinger, Butterfinger's I love. Butterfinger's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're neck and neck. Yeah. Don't put your finger on my Butterfinger. I right. wish they hadn't – Chop the king size in half. Greg, we've had that. They've done it on both. I know. Well, why does Payday get to have the whole thing? Right. (laughs) They've chopped it in half on those, but Paydays is still one full bar. Mm. Explain that. I don't know. Somebody's got to answer me. I can't tell you the last time I've had a candy bar. You know, you don't like Twix either, then, do you? Yeah, I like Twix. It's got the cookie on it. I'm not a wafer guy. I don't like anything with the wafer in it. <laughs> okay, interesting. I mean, I can eat it, right. but it's not my choice. If I say, oh, there's a Snickers or yeah. there's something with a wafer in it, I'm yeah. going with Snickers. Well, I the, love Snickers. That's a good one. Yeah. The story today is a thinner version a, a thinner version of Kit Kat called Kit Kat Thins <laughs> are, are coming out, and that's a, that's a so story, we're gonna I guess. So going to give you less. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, everything, you know, you got to have different sizes. Yeah. When it comes to the candy bars and, you know, the minis like you'll have oh, during yeah, Halloween yeah, or whatever, yeah. that's what I'm talking about so i'll go like oh uh, yeah i, well, I, yeah, I've done I found that. a little patch the other day just a little you know a little bag i'm like oh, oh look at here uh <laughs> and it had like some some uh snickers in there and it had like a three musketeer milky way, milky way whatever and like and, and for some reason I was, I was like i'll take that and that and i'll chase it with some m&ms you put it together it's, it's pretty good tell you what i don't it's like, like putting drinks together what they yeah. used to call those I, suicide drinks I whatever have, my mom's a threat to have a little bowl with a bunch of little candy bars in it and mm-hmm. i've done that mm-hmm. but i tell you uh <laughs> just, get, just getting ready you know what i mean you know when you when you go through the process that you just went through right, right in the middle of and the facial expression you had i thought man it's gonna be good i know i was leaning in i completely forgot <laughs> so in the middle of this i hate when that happens i thought watch out he's about to grab that mug take, take a sip <laughs> if he if he grabs a mug without using the handle it. that's when he really means but like right now i don't i don't i, don't, I don't forgot what i was gonna say how about that that's scary <laughs> it was about you being at your mom's house and grabbing remember. something then you and then you Hey, look at me. Then you went. <laughs> I know. I got hung up like I was on Zoom. I was on Zoom. I tell you what. I, I, I like being at my mom's house and every. What happened? I don't know what happened. I don't know. Either. I completely lost. Something to do with the candy bar. I, I got to tell you, only you can tell us oh. what happened. Okay. This really has nothing to do with that. There is are, this what you were going to say or something different? About, I think it is. He's shifting and pulling up his I'm, sleeve. I'm not sure. You know, we talk about which one you grab first. And we've and we're not getting into this discussion because we've done this a thousand yeah. times on the show. Mm-hmm. A thousand times. We are repeaters. One so thousand. But let me tell you what I won't get. I will not grab a Clark. I will not grab an Almond Joy. Yeah. Or a Mounds. Yeah, me either. Or a Zero. And out of yeah. those, if I had to, I would go zero. Mm-hmm. I don't even I just stay away from that jar. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, even grab anything. Uh-uh. I don't I, I can force well, my way through a zero. It's not, but though, now I can't eat almond joy or mounds. I can't eat it. Ain't gonna happen. No, I, I have, I'm trying to. 
besides eating those little meanies. What about like Zagnut? <laughs> I'm, I don't can't remember I don't the last I've time I was one. like in a convenience store and went down and grabbed a candy bar and said, "I'll take that." Oh, I, I didn't last week. I can't tell you the last time I've been inside a convenience store. <laughs> okay, I was serious in, business. I was in one the other week because I had to pee on the way home. That may be why. There you go. Thank you for and that. I was Greg. walking by and I saw a giant Butterfinger and Ooh. I said, "I got to have that." But then you know you you travel though I would if I was driving an hour and a half to and from mm-hmm. I probably would stop yeah. and grab some stuff something too. about traveling yeah. it, and I try to I, I don't try get to, out much. I try to tell myself hey look take your time eating it but I want to eat it so fast <laughs> oh, it's I gone that. oh it's unreal it's just I mean I, why not just take yeah. your time and in, enjoy it you're going down the road traveling I know why why do I have to eat it so fast I went in the other day I'm and two they, exits down and it's over you know the protein <laughs> you know? and the protein bar section because I hadn't had lunch and I said mm-hmm. I want a protein bar Ooh. you remember the Quest. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I got me a Quest. I go up there, and I had a bottle of water. And she goes, since you've bought a drink, you get another Quest. You get buy one, get one if you buy a drink with You it. love a good Ooh. BOGO. I BOGO'd all over that sucker. Uh-huh. What's your go-to? I ate the Quest on the way home and ate the other one on the way back to work the next day. What's your go-to soft drink if you're getting a candy bar? Depends on if which I go candy bar I'm drink, getting. <laughs> it really I, it does. It'll be it's weird, it, I know. Coke Classic or Dr. Pepper. Okay. You went Dr. Pepper on me. I go hey, Diet hey, Mountain Dew or Diet Dr. Pepper or Diet Coke, and it all depends on which candy bar I'm getting. I, I got to ask you a question. So you're going to Diet Drink with a candy bar? That makes no I sense. I always get I, – I don't drink regular drinks, period, anymore. Diet I, drinks if, are horrible. I hardly ever drink like Is it Cokes the taste? and stuff. Yeah. Or, or, okay. Or the way it I've makes been you... taking – I've been on Diet diet Drinks so long uh-huh. that all the other stuff now is too sugary for me. Okay. I actually enjoy the diet taste more okay. than I do the other. Okay. That's the reason I do it. It's not a – Okay. And I hardly even drink anything right. other than water and yeah. Spark I, and coffee these days. I yeah. don't drink a lot of soft drinks, <laughs> but mm-hmm. when I do, that Coke Classic <laughs> Oh, it's is, nothing better. It's hard to beat. There's nothing better. Hard to beat. Now, my wife will go Dr. Pepper in a second. Now, I like Dr. Pepper. We seem to be more of a Dr. Yeah, a Pepper Sprite family. Uh, not sure why. Every now and then it's classic Coke if we have to go that route. But um, yeah, there'll be there'll be little Dr. Peppers and, yeah. sp- and Sprites in the pantry every every day, every single day. I like a little but bit. I, I for some reason I like a cold Sprite and and chase it I with like a, a cold candy bar. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not. It's got to be cold. <laughs> it does have to be cold. Real what cold. About, you don't give seven up much. No. I don't. Uh, I'm a Sprite guy. I was at Academy same, yesterday. Same drink. I was at Academy yesterday, and I know those little refrigerators, that that's how they get you. It's like they're calling, take me, and I grabbed a Sprite on the way out. Mm-hmm. I'm good. giving lemonade a little more these days, and I've oh, never been a lemonade really? guy. Like lemonade. Chick-fil-A specifically. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a good lemonade. You live over the mountain. You're Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now, past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. We start this hour with a national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red Yeah! 
eight minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us as we unpack another day uh, in the world in which we live. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. We'll be chatting with you today. We'll be uh, possibly spinning the wheel of meat today. Uh, Congress, uh, the, the representatives have voted to impeach President Trump. We will talk to a, uh, a representative from the great state of Alabama, our friend Gary Palmer, uh, will be with us today on the state uh, of America and where we're all going from here. Span is being ripped to shreds like us on all social media. Uh, we'll talk to Span about weather and that going today. Uh, looking forward to being with all of you tonight in, uh, at Journey Church in Laurel, Mississippi as Team Man Church rolls in and starts the men's discipleship strategy there with our Man Church service tonight rolling you into the small group discipleship studies. 40 weeks ready to go, and we'll kick that off tonight. If you'd like to join us, check rickandbubba.com under events to see if any seats are available. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, we'll also be uh, recording that today, and we'll tell you a little bit about that on the show. Let's bring him in. The pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the kind's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Burba Bussing! How about you, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome on in to the little thing we call Rick and Bubba. Let's unpack another one, Bubba. Sound of the dry bones rattling, baby. Mm. Well, uh, what what do you do, Bub? Every day we go away, we come back, and you just go there. It is again. Uh, you know, here, here's here's <laughs> well, what I've done. I, I mean, nobody's shocked. You knew that was going to happen. Well, uh, and look, the, the demos have been talking about impeaching Donald Trump since before his inauguration. This has been the the. I mean, that's the new. You know, the the bat we're going to whip everybody with. I'm not surprised by it. Who Who is surprised by Nobody. it? Nobody. I will say this, though. You know, we're all trying to do better, and we're trying to grow, and we're, and, and we're, we're, we're being sanctified and changed. 
And when you see yesterday, you know, there's a term for it, and, and we're all trying to do better, and I think you, we've come a long way with language. So you start trying to find ways to say the same thing but not be something that might be, you know, bothersome or come across the wrong way. And there's a, there's a thing for what you saw yesterday, and it's a very popular phrase. Uh, I even prefer it, honest, if I was being honest, over dumpster fire. Uh, but but I've come up with a new way to say it. I tell you what that was. That was a manure matinee. Oh, I like that. How do you like that? Classy like that. is what it is. Uh, a manure like matinee. That. Okay. You know, well, see, that's not that's so people are not as bothered by that. Yeah, than, I like that. Than using saying something that might have been a little more appropriate. Right. Well, again, it's just uh, it it's it's almost comical. I just want to bubble. No, did you uh, find yourself? It didn't matter what side of the political fence you're on, because mm-hmm. if it was a debate about you know politics in our country. Some of the speeches yesterday oh. from the left, you you just found yourself saying, "Greg, as we grew up hearing, you don't mean that." I mean, no. <laughs> am, I, am I am I really watching these people? Are these? I, I know I, y'all been saying a lot, I and heard, I'll say this on both sides of the fences of the fence to a degree. Mm-hmm. We 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 got some really baddy people. Yes, sir. That are that are that are in some pretty yeah. pretty influential position. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm you just about, assume they all, hey, they must really be something if they're there. Greg, yeah. it's, Greg, it's one thing they've got a podcast or they do a show on CNN or MSNBC. These are the, these people are sitting there. They're they're voting, part of Congress. Voting on law. Hey, these they, there's some baddie, baddie Gosh, people there. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I, I caught some of the speeches. Uh, there was a lot more about racism than there was insurrection. What, what was that? Um, well, again, it's just uh, – uh, you know, impeachment is a is a political tool, and that that's you know really what you're seeing. And again, I don't think very wise. I think they're just opening Pandora's box. They're just galvanizing, uh, you know, some of the people who are extreme out there. And uh, the guy's gone in six days. So I, I mean, you're just you're just grinding a greasy spot at this point, And all you're going to do mm-hmm. is. You say you want people to come together, you want peace, but you're not doing the things to achieve that. It's just strange to me. I, I don't know. I thought they were smarter than that, too. Yeah, but to we, your point, Bob, on that, I, mm-hmm. yesterday as I'm watching it, and I'm sitting, and this has been a while since I've watched like actual what's going on on the floor, mm-hmm. the yeah. process, yeah. the mm-hmm. whole thing. And so I'm, you know, they getting 30 minutes and, you know, you can yield your time to so-and-so and so mm-hmm. or 30 seconds. And most of them were using 30 seconds and that was it. And I, I yield thought my time. they would grab their piece of paper they had prepared or evidently somebody else prepared it for them because they had to read it yeah. word for word, oh, never yeah. looked yeah, up. And I thought, so we can't, pretty big deal that happened last week. We can't speak to the heart on this for 30 seconds. No, because it's all. We're incapable of that. I, I found myself, in, and I only saw, you know. I can't tell you what I was thinking. The, the, I saw the Go highlights, on. which was helpful, because they gave me the, the most absurd, I'm sure, but that still. Mm-hmm. But but the whole thing. So let me see if I have this right before we go to break. Because, you know, I'm a good, and I know I'm a good. But <laughs> these people apparently don't know they are, but they are. But so here's where. I think I'm right where we are. The House has voted to impeach President Trump for a second time. Correct. McConnell, the turtle, says he's not <laughs> going to bring Senate uh, in until after the inauguration, and President Trump will be gone. Biden will be the president, and then the Senate could possibly come in and vote about President Trump after he's left. Well, that's uh, you, you know yes. they'll they'll that probably sense, they'll probably. You know, we're in uncharted waters on some of that, and 
Supreme Court may have to rule on it. Who knows? But I do have the timeline, right? Well, I I think they are going to meet the day before, unless that's changed. The day before. What I was hearing last night is they started the whole you can't impeach a private citizen. Meaning, uh, meaning at that point, he won't be. He's gone. I mean, Well, I think that's what Mitch McConnell was saying, that if we're going to have hearings, we're going to do it during the inauguration. Yeah. I mean, do you, can you read between the lines yeah. on that? Yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. It is uh, 22 minutes past the hour. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control to Major Tom. Seven. Sing countdown engines on. Three, two, check ignition and may God's love be with you. Take off, Major Tom. <laughs> this is ground. Go, we come back in a, a big story that involves uh, a lot of folks in the Rick and Bubba audience. And we've got it right here for you. Bubba, it was a huge announcement yesterday. Uh, was it NASA that made it or who made it? Uh, it's actually the military, Rick. Military. U.S. Space Command has chosen... Huntsville, Alabama, the Rocket City for its new $1 billion headquarters. How about that? All right, so this is the Space Command that Trump uh, got fired up about. Well, it's not Space Force, it's Space Command. It's a a little confusing. And, uh, well, I can read you what they said. I I don't know. You know, we got a lot of space stuff, you know, can you, this is your area. Um, Well, let me, let me give you what we do know. Decision Mm -hmm. has been made to move space command from Colorado to Alabama. The decision is provisional depending on an environmental impact survey. The survey is scheduled to be completed in 2023 until then space command will remain in Colorado. Now politicians in Alabama were celebrating uh, the decision. Officials in Colorado, not so happy. Yeah. Uh, they said it would cause a, uh, a job loss there. It obviously would in a, in a gain in Alabama. Well, maybe we'll have an opportunity for the people of Huntsville to tell Colorado to eat it. Today. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, Space Command is one of 11 military commands. It's different from Space Force. Space Force is now one of the six military branches and has its headquarters at the Pentagon. So, um, you know, you can dissect that however you want to. We already have uh, the Army's uh, Missile Command is in Huntsville at Redstone Arsenal. Uh, It is a 38,000-acre facility. If you've ever been there, toured there, you realize how big that is and how much is going on there already. Um, It already plays a big role. 
and it was founded in the World War II era uh, and really came to, to light when Warner Von Braun chose it to be the headquarters for his uh, rocketry as we headed to the moon. This is ground control to neighbor Bob. So let, let me now. Here's I'd like to hear that story. By the way, I'd, I'd like to know. I'd like to see a documentary mm-hmm. on how Von Brown and all, chose Huntsville and how all that came to be. I, uh, I'd, li- I'd like to know. I'd love to watch a documentary. What was his name? Uh, I can. Why did he go? I tell you this. Is where we well, need to be right and, here. and here's the thing too. I think you need to think about NASA. And, and a lot of our, uh, you know, big government space stuff is spread out across the country. And uh, while that may not be efficient always for us putting everything together, it's done because uh, obviously congressmen and senators want money coming sure, into their state. Course, yeah. And and it, it's somewhat fair. Everybody's paying into it. So you spread the, the business out. I got that. Makes Even sense. though it, it causes some inefficiencies in the system. Um now, the delegation in Colorado said that they will uh, uh, ask President-elect Biden to uh, overdo the, overturn this and bring it back to Colorado. So um, now some of the people are, are trying to turn this into political, that this is a Trump thing. The, this, there was a big commission that went through a long process trying to decide where this needed to be and for what reasons. Uh, there were uh, sites they looked at in Colorado, Florida, Texas, New Mexico, and Nebraska, where we already have some current, you know, military things going on. So uh, Redstone is probably underutilized right now, uh, given the size of it mm-hmm. and where it is. And uh, so, but some people are trying to turn this into red state, blue state deal, not oh, that, good which, great. you know, if I That's lost, I would be doing that. But we've lost things here that went to other places. Uh, we oh, lost yeah. the chemical school at Fort McClellan when it went to Missouri. That stung. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that. so, you know, things like that happen. So I, I think it'll be, I mean, it's going to be a boom for Huntsville. There's no doubt As about it. As if they need one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that the uh, environmental impact study will not even be done to to 2023 means that you know i I don't even know how much input biden will have on this i mean we may have another president by then so shortly after yeah you know we're talking to speedy's dad on the podcast last week and of course we all have friends and i have family that lives in that area in a combination and they man that 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 place is booming oh yeah yeah. big time and there's a lot of you know high tech that's already there we have uh well there's a lot of things let me just say housed at uh now at Redstone that, you know, are very valuable to our defense. And uh, we appreciate all the people who work there. We have a lot of them listen to the show uh, on the river up there in Huntsville. So it will be funny, though, to see if if Huntsville and the state of Alabama and everybody begins to celebrate and then uh, and then Biden jumps in and says not so fast. But you're saying I I don't I don't know. you know, the, like I said, there was a process in this, and there, there's more than just a president involved. You know, of course, the president signs off on it, I'm sure, but uh, you've got you got some very powerful senators involved. Uh, Richard Shelby is is very uh, involved because of his time in the Senate and uh, his positions, his committees, uh, and they all try to bring jobs to their state. So I, you know, I don't have a problem with that. No, just like Colorado, that's what you're supposed to. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's a little short sighted for some of these people to try to paint this as a, hey, Trump's uh, taking care of a state that's red versus one that's blue and all right. that because hey, there's so there was so much study going into this, so many commissions, so many panels, so many generals looking at all this stuff. 
And uh, and Huntsville is a great place. By the way, you, you asked the question about how it ended in Huntsville. I've heard stories. Uh, I don't know how true they are. Don't but confuse that one with Walt Disney because I get them confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh, do you want me, me to tell you the, the Von Brown story that I that I have heard? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, 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 do, we'll definitely come back. I mean, if you think about it, I, I want to put Space Command somewhere. Do you want to put it in Colorado where you, people are smoking double in every corner? Well, you probably don't want that to work for Space Command and marijuana don't go together. <laughs> it shouldn't go together. It shouldn't go together. Or drinking or drugs of any type. It's bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, locking arms with the all-natural relief factor, and we've been uh, taking it for years, and many of you have as well. Get your quick start pack for only nineteen ninety-five. Uh, it uh, fights your body's natural inflammatory response. Not a drug, not a stimulant. Uh, get away from the over-counter, over-the-counter stuff that does have bad side effects. If you're using it, you know, all day, every day, you don't need to do that. This may be the answer for you. In three weeks, you'll know many people with great results, including us, with Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsor. All right, so... I've received a, a text, but you talk about it first, Bubba, and I'll see if this ties into what you're no, about to I, say. It may be totally out of school. I'm just telling you what I have heard. Okay? Talking about Space Command, right as of right now, if nothing changes, we'll be set up uh, in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, and and then we started talking about the great space and rocket history uh, that involves Huntsville, Alabama, and Von Braun picking it out. Why? Has there ever been a documentary about that? And Bubba says, here's some things I heard. Somebody, well, say, it, somebody it, say it. There has been documentaries about it. Mm-hmm. And and you can go and you look that up. And, you know, like a lot of history, there's usually versions of it, depending on who's telling the story. Mm-hmm. But I think when he – you know, we went on an all-out hunt for him at the end of World War II because the Russians were looking for him too because they had the most advanced rocket technology on the planet at that point. We found him. We got him out before the Russians. We almost started World War III getting him out, but we got him out. Right. Okay, so he comes and uh, and Johnson, who very powerful at the time, mm-hmm. um, wanted most of that stuff set up in Texas, yeah. which a lot of it is. Mm-hmm. It is. And Houston, we have a problem. And, and again, I'm just telling you what I heard. This may not be true. I'm just. This is, is this a story. A, is I've this been a somebody told. said. This is a somebody said. Then I'm gonna give you what. Some of PBS's uh, well, history. Well, I'm going to give here. this text I have, I okay. think, is a pretty biggie, too. So he was initially set up with the Army in Texas, but a lot of people in Texas, uh, with knowledge of this, was very uncomfortable with someone who was a high ranking Nazi running the space program in Texas. Now, Texas Nazi does not go together. You, you see, there's a problem there. And they got a lot of pushback about it. So they were not about to let Warner Von Braun get away. So they said, we're going to find you another spot where it's a little more isolated, may not be as much of a hot zone for this, and uh, we'll let you have some input on it. 
And apparently uh, he ended up at Redstone Arsenal in Huntsville. And the story is that he liked the area because it reminded him of his home in Germany because he could see the mountains in the distance, but it was flat where they were working, and he just liked the environment. So it was set up in Huntsville. Huntsville was glad to have the jobs. Huntsville was a much smaller town at that time. Uh, they were out in the country where they're not now, and, uh, and, and everybody was happy to have the jobs, so it happened. So this is is that, is that somewhat close to what well, you've heard? It's, well, I, I, this is where, and it may be wrong. This is I'm not going to give you very many details, but it sounds similar to what you're saying. Uh, got this says Pulitzer Prize winning author Diane McWhorter, and I know Bubba, you've read a lot of her work. Right. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I follow her close. Who wrote Carry Me Home is actually writing a book right now about the history of NASA in Huntsville and the Nazi connection. Yes. So see, not only did we so, bring so, so there's a book uh, coming on all this that ought to be pretty good. Not mm-hmm. only did we bring uh, Warner von Braun, and explain also, why you're saying Brown and not Braun because that's his name. Yeah, that's his yeah. name. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people think you're mispronouncing <laughs> it. No, we we've actually interviewed his secretary yes, on did. the air yeah. and and clarified that, and it's been a running joke for years because I will not change it to to von Braun, uh, but it, it's that's how the Germans spell Brown, mm-hmm. uh, but. The Southerners just could not deal with the fact that you had B-R-A-U-N as Brown because they knew it as B-R-O-W-N, and so they changed it to sound German, Von Braun, mm-hmm. but it was really Von Brown the whole time. So um, the, the, I was looking for some facts on this from uh, PBS. They actually have uh, a story here about the series called Chasing the Moon, and uh, they said that uh, you know the U.S. Uh, Army uh, were, you know, they were glad to get him. They had the technology, but there was, you know, some PR problems with the fact that he used to work for Adolf Hitler. That's a tough one. Um, you, know, you see that on the resume, and you're like, <laughs> okay, now we've looked over your resume. We would like, we'd like to talk to you about the Hitler thing. But he uh, he had said all along from the very beginning that he basically was apolitical. He was a scientist. He wanted to chase space. He wanted to carry a man to the moon, and that's all he really was concerned about. He he was not into the uh, to the Nazi movement and what they were doing. wasn't aware of some of it. He just wanted to build rockets, even though some of it was used as military weapons against uh, Allied cities. And he said, you know, that you had to be a member of the uh, Nazi Party if you were going to have a career. Uh, and not be carried off to a concentration camp. And uh, he said uh, he did what he was told to do, and part of his job was to build rockets, which is what he wanted to do, even though he didn't totally agree with how they were being used or whatever, but he was just being a good citizen at the time tough and doing right what he was he was told to do. That's mm-hmm. a tough picture right there. But, oh, yeah. Well, but, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, sure. yeah. Well, like I said, did the resume. They, he said, now, you know, anything you want to tell us? Well, now, you do need to be aware that I, I was a Nazi. Uh, okay, all right. So we'll somebody get the PR department in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go from that to you got a Civic Center named after you, and now I will tell you this: well, Rick, I, I, he, I prefer, I honestly prefer Von Braun. I think it sounds cool. It's just not accurate. <laughs> but 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 I, but I, I do, do think it's cooler. Yeah. You remember those days, great concerts coming to the Von Braun? Oh, Civic Center. Yeah. oh yeah. If it had said Von Braun, it wouldn't have sounded. It's not right. as cool. No, it's not no, as cool, Rick. No. So so basically, his his story all along was that he was a victim of the Nazi movement and Hitler, just like everybody else was in Germany, and it was basically looked over then by Americans because hey, he was pretty good at what he did, and he carried us. He built the Saturn V right there in Huntsville that carried us to the moon. No, the PR on him now is is in Huntsville is actually really good. I mean, you just don't put people's names on things that you, you you're upset with, right? 
I mean, he was head of Redstone for many, many years. Look, I, I'll just be straight up. I, I, I know people who work with him. Yeah. They they all rave about him. Yeah, this – well, mm-hmm. didn't expect this text I just got. But the uh, – <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know how you know somebody, you think you know him, and I also say, you know, my grandmother was also one of his secretaries. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like somebody you like, no. That's never come <laughs> up. Hey, you, you just don't tell me your grandmama worked with Von Brown? I mean, but, well, look, look me, I've had lunch I... with the guy that you're talking about, guys. I got the same text, and I'm thinking, we've had lunch it's about a dozen times over the last yeah. year, and that's never come up? Well, so, Rick, let me, let me put it in contemporary terms. There are things going on in this country right now that are legal and are done every day that I think are morally reprehensible. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah. and I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna t- speak plain here for everybody: abortion. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, if we went to another country at some point in time and they said, "Well, we're not going to let you here because you're from a country that that allowed abortions," you go, "I had no control over that. Right. I had none." I voted against it. I spoke out against it, but it didn't change a, a darn thing. Right. But I wouldn't want to be labeled an abortionist because I was from America. Right. And I, I think that is a, a modern comparison as to what went on with a lot of the German people. They had no choice. Now, they were held at gunpoint to their uh, the Nazi party. We're not held at gunpoint, but we also have no power to change it. Well, you remember Babylon B actually had a little fun with that. Because um, and and you know they sting with humor, which I love. Yes. Um, and and they were talking about when everybody got on Trump for going and meeting with Kim Jong. Mm-hmm. And and they, they were talking about here, look, boy, it's so bad to be so look at him associate with him and trying to talk to him. And then Babylon B put out that Kim Jong Un had to apologize for associating with the president of a country that killed this many billion million babies last year. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, mm-hmm. and that was a good one. That that you know we got some pretty bad PR ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. to Bubba's point. But that doesn't mean everybody here was okay with that or was all in on that, right? So that's a good, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. We we mm-hmm. are uh, at least you know some of the time we have had the ability to speak up against it. Now that may go away too. Yeah, I think that uh, I think the number when Babylon B did that, I think our country was at six million that year. Uh, I also want to point out just briefly because the mm-hmm. word Nazi is such a negative word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they even point out in here that the uh, the term and and this they were quoting, uh, they were quoting von Braun in this said uh, because it was his national duty in wartime to do what he could do for the country, he admitted that he had been a member of the National Socialist Party, but labeled it normal and necessary to protect his career and livelihood in a totalitarian government. So. National Socialist Party was what the Nazi Party was. Just remember that. Yeah, remember, that, yeah, the National Socialist Party was the Nazi Party. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In Von Brown's own words, okay? Yeah. Don't trust me. Do your own research. National Socialist Party. Starts off as a fun zone, doesn't it? That's a mic drop right there. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. (laughs) Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Somebody say, I was searching, searching on a one-way street. I was hoping, hoping. For a chance to meet, I was waiting for the operator on 
we're back. Our number is 866. So we be big. And I'm up. Bubba, what's that sound? What's that sound? The wheel of me keeps on turning. It's the wonderful wheel of me. The wonderful will of meat and Bubba release the crack in here they come. Uh, so uh, we've got terryanddavid.com providing the meat today. They'll send you a $50 gift card for you to pick from their delicious fine fillets, New York strip, five bone pork roast, meats, and seafood at harryanddavid.com over 80 years' experience. We also got some beautiful flowers. Uh, on the on the wheel today from 1-800-Flowers.com. Just had some of those come to the house not too long ago and been looking at those beautiful flowers. Um, assorted roses, which is what we have at the house. Uh, red roses, assorted tulips from 1-800-Flowers.com. That's on the wheel today. Moultrie, it's just feeders right now. We got a little backlog on the camera packages, so we apologize for that. Uh, but the feeder packages uh, are available today. There's Rick and Bubba. Uh, stuff there. There's Buzzbox Coffee. There's Blaze TV's uh, subscriptions and just all kinds of goodies on the wheel. There are some pitfalls, so be aware of that. Uh, not everybody is a winner. Livingston, Alabama. Bubba Livingston. Greg, what's the name of that steak place we all, we go eat in Livingston? We like. You remember the name of it? No. Oh man, what's the name it's of that really steak? Really good. Pl- it's really good, man. Is, is it? It seems like it's somebody's initials or something. Is it Diamond Dave's? Diamond Dave. Diamond okay. Dave's. What? Yeah, I think that's an Aniston. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it moved to the Heflin exit. Uh, Tom in Livingston, Alabama. Tom, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Rick. How are you? I'm good. I'm real good. So what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip, Speedy! Greg's having got the drums over here for us, Bubba, if we need them. Yeah, I hear them. Yeah, Seems like they're working again. Tom, right. let's go. Somebody was worried they wasn't working. Uh, That's been put to rest. Uh-oh. Oh, flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. Flowers it is. Uh, you've got um, you've got flowers from 1-800-Flowers.com. Do you want assorted roses like I sent to Sherry, or do you want red roses or assorted tulips? Assorted. Uh, assorted tulips for you or assorted roses? Sure. Uh, make it tulips. Okay, because you were say you were answering two questions with one answer, but yeah, okay. I'd say, buddy, it's all right. Uh, by the way, Greg, it's Diamond Gems, not Diamond Dave. Diamond Gems are a steak. You ever eaten there, Tom, at Diamond Gems? No, I haven't. I'm just passing through. Oh, I got you. All right, you need to do that next time you're in there. All right, I'll put you on hope. Uh, there we go. Thank you, Tom, for listening to Rick and Bubba. Uh, and he picks up roses. We go to Lauren. Lauren is out of Somerville, Alabama. Lauren, Lauren. how are you? Hey there, I'm good. How are y'all? I'm ready. What do you say to Speedy? Spin that wheel. No, it's not spin that wheel. It's wow, what a wheel, Lauren. <laughs> Say wow, what a wheel. Say wow, what a wheel. Lauren. Wow, what a wheel. Okay, good. We just wanted to clear it up. Goodness, Make sure we had all the boxes oh, checked. Oh, buddy, look who's coming around the bend. Uh, yeah! It is Henry the horse. <laughs> so, um, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm there so sorry. There he is. There he is. Come on in here, Henry. Happy it's 20. up in that camera. Watch out there, Henry. Here comes Henry, though. Look at him. 
Look at little Spry today, Henry. What's up, guys? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> How's it going? Doing great. I need to apologize. Okay. My cousin, you may have seen him in the halls of the Capitol building. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, he's uh he had his face all painted with the American flag and he's you'll probably recognize him when I tell tell you who he is. He's he's half buffalo, half jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's not proud of Greg and me. I mean, we all got family problems. <laughs> <laughs> Henry! Yeah. Henry the horse. That's the first appearance in 2021 of Henry. I know it. Oh, Henry, he's back. West Monroe, Louisiana. John is standing by. John, what do you say to Speedy? I say, wow. What a wheel. Let's go. John trying to win something off that wheel. West Monroe, Louisiana. Let's see what happens. John, you ever played the wheel before? Never have. All right, well, today's the day, buddy. Look at here. Look at here. I'm getting through. Oh, me, 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 me. me. Yeah, I don't think you can see the word when it landed on it. It's me. John, you got me for that jambalaya. Do you make a pretty good jambalaya? I do. Yeah, uh, so maybe we can throw some of that meat in there uh, from harryanddavid.com. We'll put you on hold. We'll, we'll send that to you, and I hope you enjoy it. And thank you for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you all. God bless you. You too, man. All right, there we go. So a win out of West Monroe. Bubba, we go uh, to Florence, Alabama. Lawrence. Michael standing by listening to WLAY. Michael. Yes. What do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Let it a reverse spin. Never saw it coming. Oh, there's our country. He disguised it very well. Oh, but that's our country going back the other way. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's see what happens with Michael here. Michael. Oh, me, 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 me. There's meat for you, buddy. Two meats in a row. It's meat. So, Michael, what's the best dish that you can prepare that involves meat? The best dish? Yeah. What do you like? What's your go-to? If you if you got some meat, I'm gonna do what with it? What, what do you want to make? I'm gonna grill it. I'm gonna put a steak on the grill. Put a steak on the grill. You put will you dry rub, wet rub, or just salt and pepper? Uh, dry rub. Dry rub. Right here. All right, let me put you on hold. We'll get all the information and enjoy that here in david.com meat. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, I think I, I think we can do one more. I, I think yeah, let's we, give it I, one I, more. I think we can do let's one more. Let's give it one Christina more. Christina and Aniana. Christina and Aniana. What do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel! A little, a little English. Speedy has put a little English on it. A little change up. Let's see what we get here uh, for Christina. Yo, flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. So, Christina, would you like to receive uh, some beautiful assorted roses? Or you are kind of a classic lady, and I like the classics, and you want some red roses. Which one? Let's go red. Red roses. She's a classic. All right, we'll put you on hold, and 1-800-Flowers.com will send all that to you. Thank you so much. 
for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, good job, Greg. Thank you for the drums. Henry the Horse, good to see you. Uh, Harry Murdahl, great job in there, my friend. And congratulations to all of our winners today on the wonderful Wheel of Meat. James Spann will join us next. We'll talk a little weather, but also James is getting ripped on social media. You know, that James, what's he what's he doing now so controversial? Please look at Speedy. <laughs> he can't keep it up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Can easily understand. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Look in my eyes, what do you see? From the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy, how about you? Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us for a few hours each and every day. You know what, Bubba? It's time to chat yeah. with Spam. He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a mighty James Spam. He's a mighty good weatherman. He's the man, Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's the Mayweather man. He's a mighty James Spam. James Spam, how are you today, sir? James. Fine, gentlemen. I'm doing quite well. How are you? Well, we're checking on you. I mean, I know there's there's weather things to always talk and, and uh, anything uh, that we need to discuss before we get into uh, life of James and our current environment. Um, and- I, don't, I don't think so. You know, we, we had some excitement across parts of the Deep South yesterday with Graupel. Uh, oh, yeah. A lot of people say, say they've not heard of that before, and it doesn't happen a lot, but but this is nothing new. Did you guys see the Graupel yesterday by chance? I, I did not. I it, saw the picture. It sounds a lot like sleet when it's hitting your windshield. What is a little bitty round snowball? Yeah, what it is, it's actually snowflakes that's coated in rhyme ice. And when this stuff comes down, it it, it looks like dipping dots. If you guys have seen dipping dots before, don't get me started Uh, on dipping dots. You mean the snowflakes of the future? (laughs) Do not get me started on dipping dots. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's soft and it's squishy and uh, it, it's it's interesting. It, it comes through these super cool water droplets, which coats the snowflakes with this rime ice. And uh, again, it's pretty harmless, but uh, it, it was not sleet. It was not hail. It was grapples. So that was the Grouple. big subject of the day. And then we had freezing fog. A lot of people were talking about that. It, it coats the trees with rime ice. And it's just if you're not driving, it's beautiful. But if you're driving, the bridges get a little icy in spots. But uh, anyway, that we don't have too many problems this morning. Still a few patches of freezing fog. But again, after that burns off, things should be pretty quiet for a while for much of the uh, southern and eastern part of the country. Quiet is good because it can be wild this time of the year. Yeah, I didn't do a very good job as a husband yesterday because I didn't know about any of this. And my wife was texting me. She's going, hey, am I okay to <laughs> drive? And I said, baby, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I guess. Mm-hmm. But but then so then I found out, but it was fine. I mean, it, it wasn't any problem. But James, I guess the main thing that, that we're wanting to talk to you about today, because we're living in it as well. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, we're in a bit of a volatile uh, environment right now. And the sad part is it seems like that no one there's we're, we're, we're moving more into this, the inability to communicate, the inability to discuss, uh, inability to say, I agree with you on, on eight points. I disagree on two. Uh, you know, it, it, we all have to line up like little robots with, with a certain narrative. And it appears to be, this is on either side of the political fence now. Uh, 
Uh, and if oh, you look, yeah, yeah. And if you don't, then everybody comes after you. And 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 I noticed I just saw a, a post you had up yesterday, and, and it looked like it was your life was very similar to ours. No, we live in the same world. And at some point, you know, I'm the sheriff of this face bag stuff. You know, the, the, face, the, 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 the James Spann face bag page does not have a staff of people that keeps that thing up. You're looking at me. I, I'm the writer. I'm the video producer. I'm the sheriff. And the sheriff had to step in yesterday because it just Uh-oh. got out of hand. It's and again, it's it's pro. Everybody deals with it. You guys deal with it. Yeah. I deal with it. But it started. I posted a shot of me getting the COVID nineteen vaccination shot. Oh, right. I we saw that. And and, it, and and so I was attacked by the the both sides really, uh, <laughs> you know. But the the, the right wingers came in and said, you know, you, you're a Biden stooge. It, they're going to control <laughs> your mind. Uh, you know, you, you're a you're a lemming for the left. And, and, and so, you know, they just brutally attacked me. And then the left wingers attacked me for being privileged and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Why is a weatherman getting a shot? Well, number one, you know what? Believe it or not, we can do other things. I know that's hard to, to conceive. You're also a human. I, I, I've been volunteering at a high level in healthcare for 15 years. And I'm in a hospital multiple times a week interacting with our employees, clinicians, non-clinicians, our, our patients, their families. And uh, that's the reason I got the vaccine. And I, I, I debated whether to show it, but I, I showed it as an encouragement. I believe, I believe, and this is me after talking with clinicians, I know the vaccine is safe and effective and important. And I was brutally, brutally attacked, mostly by the right wingers. You know, you, you're a Biden left wing, you cussing. I mean, they, they could cuss the horns off a bull. Listen, if you go to their page, these 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 guys, you know, it's smeared all over their Facebook profile. Let me guess. Bible verses. Bible verses. Yeah. Yeah. Bible great? verses. You know, they're the most ungodly people in the universe. Yeah. And then so yesterday morning, I posted a picture of some cows with frost on their on their fur. With the freezing fog, yeah. the left wingers attacked <laughs> brutally. They said, I should be banned from Facebook. You're a horrible human being. You're showing animals being tortured. You know, it, it just tortured. went on and on and on. Do they think and, cows and, have never faced freezing fog? Hmm. <laughs> it's like, and, and then you go to their page and what's on their Facebook profiles. They're loving, tolerant, and celebrate diversity. Oh, These yeah. people are the most intolerant, hateful people you'll yes. ever see on the Bullies. planet. Bullies, 100%. Yeah. We, we've become the, the, these mindless mobs of these extremists that, that just want to fight all day and that could give a red rip about anything. And we have lost our ability to do critical thinking. Here's an idea. Amen. You've got a brain. Amen. Use it. Don't follow all these. You know, don't, don't let the politicians be your God. And, and the world has changed. I've not changed. I mean, I'm the same guy that I was four years ago and eight years ago and 10 years ago. But the world has changed. And seeing this stuff, it's very discouraging. So I would just encourage people. And the, the most people that listen to the Rick and Bubba show, they're on Facebook or the Gram or something. The Gram. You know, if you dabble in social media, <laughs> Here's an idea. Consider a little kindness. You know, if you see something that you don't like, just unfollow that person or scroll past it. Don't get into this mindless mob mentality. It, it guys, it's bad. I mean, you deal with it. You've yeah. seen it. I've, I've seen yeah. it on your page. Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. And yeah. What, what was funny is, and I'm having fun with what you're doing. The inconsistency. I had this guy the other day, <laughs> and he was shredding me 
on uh, on tweet. What's, what do you call Twitter? Tweeter? The tweeter. The tweeter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, and of course, he was he was he was of course taking issue with something spiritually he thought was inconsistent, which that's fine. And he and what was beautiful, almost like God gave me something. He was decided he was going to go quote something out of Matthew about how, something happened on the show. He did. He wanted me to explain to the whole world. And I said, well, it's interesting. You're in the book of Matthew. If you go to Matthew 18. You, you have done exactly what Jesus said not to do. If you think that a brother or a sister has offended or done something wrong, you should have come to me via email or some way privately. Then you should have brought in some other uh, believers who, who would ask me about it as well if I didn't give you a satisfactory answer or a biblical answer. Then you take it before the church if I, if I just will not deal with it and I'm in sin or whatever. I said, so you're quoting from a book that you're not following right now. And and see that that I mean that, that's, you're not doing it the way the Bible said to do it, and I can't explain this, but you should have come to me privately first, and then he, and to his credit, he did. Uh, but you know, it's it, that's the inconsistency of the whole thing. The bottom line is we have we think this whole social media world is where we all converse now, and and nothing could be further from the truth. Hmm. Gosh, guys, that that is so true. And what, my, what was my, it? again, people. Go, go ahead, ahead James. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, was, I, I was. No, no, no. I, I'm. You know, you guys know how to punch my buttons. I mean, you guys know my, <laughs> my how to poke me. You're trying to get me to say something that's going to get me in trouble. Um, well, if you don't care about cows, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but he, guys, I, I can post a picture of a sunset. Okay, a beautiful sunset that drives Rick crazy. But but I, you know, I get yeah. a lot of great sunset pictures. And, yeah. You know, within five minutes on many of these posts, they're fighting about Trump and Biden. And- <laughs> Socialism know, and communism, know, and you know, that's a, what is the matter with you people? Are, 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 do you have some type of psychiatric disorder here? <laughs> it, it, it is the most bizarre world that we live in, and I honestly think there's a lot of people that that do have critical thinking skills that are not part of these extremists, you know, on either side. And the media is portraying the extremists yeah. as the mainstream. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of us yeah. that are not represented by any of these people. And that's the frustrating part. And again, so I posted my sheriff note yesterday. You know, I, I finally said, all right, stop it. And I don't care if you attack me. That's fine. I have no feelings left to hurt. You can't hurt my feelings. I got nothing. That's fine. I'm numb. I'm numb. But here's the problem. So they come in there and they attack each other. I mean, they will brutally threaten with violence. They'll attack each other in the comments section of the Facebook stuff. And I finally said, stop it. Just Stop it. You know, if you're going to do that, just go to somebody. Go to the Rick and Bubba page and do it. Over there. Don't <laughs> no, do it James, don't yeah. put them on us. But I'm like you. I've never, understood, I've never understood how a video of the will of me can lead to a political debate in all the comments. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. How can that happen? <laughs> so, so, But anyway, he, here's the deal. On that post, the sheriff post, there were like 8,000 <laughs> comments, 8,000 from reasonable people that have critical thinking skills that like me that don't want to get involved in any of this stuff. And that's the sign that most of us are like that. That make you so feel better. Please understand. It, it, it did. Yeah. It did. You know, you come to a point where you think the whole country is yeah. a bunch of lunatics, no, here, right. but you you're see right. yeah. that and you realize that's not true. Yeah. You're being shown the extremist on both sides where there's yeah. a lot of us that have no voice. Nobody wants to show us because we're normal people. Right. It's like you guys ever watched Saturday night wrestling, Yes. A uh, long, long time ago. Oh, yeah. 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 Georgia Championship. Gordon Soley. Gordon yeah. Soley out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, Tojo Yamamoto, the yeah. mighty Yankee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and, and what, what, what they did, you know, that was a promotion to get everybody riled up, to get everybody right. divided, and they hate each other, to get them to come down to Battle Auditorium and pay to watch the matches. It, oh, was, yeah. a, it was a setup. And it's the same thing we have in our country today. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Thank you, James. Appreciate Rick, that. I, I think if, if more of us had to work as farmers, yeah. we'd be too tired to argue You're on right. the keyboard. You know? Today, James and I will have our picture made hugging a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, James. Let's see, buddy. Thanks, guys. Then, then the meat industry will get mad at us. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's show. Bubba, I was playing this coming back as bad music uh, because you you and I you and I were talking about this uh, yesterday or maybe the day before. You know how things happen and in, in, in you, you don't see it coming. I mean, it, it comes out of nowhere. I mean, it just comes out Boom. of it just comes out of nowhere. So, you know, we got all these people that we met through our kids or, or you met people in your neighborhood or maybe you got to know them and spend some time with them. So we, we have a, a family that, you know, we had sons that were in the same grade. Then we had, you know, they had a son also older and a, and a, and a daughter that, that matched up with another one of our kids. And, you know, you get to know these families and you hang out with them and you know this family too, Bubba. And so I uh, got to know uh, the Sherrod family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I was, you know, but, but I have been, and, and their oldest son's name is Sam, Sam Sherrod. So Sam, good athlete, played at, at the same high school our kids went to, uh, went on as a walk-on at Auburn and, and, and played at Auburn, uh, has been in my house. We even were doing some Bible studies uh, with, with all the different grades one year. He was coming into the house, know this young man you know, pretty well, okay? Never once, tell me if I'm wrong, Bubba, never one time, never not one time, did Sam Sherrod ever tell me, you know, Mr. Burgess, I like music too. I'm actually an aspiring singer, and and uh, you know, want to be a maybe one day be a pop singer. And I was not. This did not come up in any conversation. I don't recall his father ever saying this to me. His mother did. Did his mother ever say it to you or Betty? You know, I Rick, mean, did, if this, they, did if, this ever come up? If they did, I don't recall it, and I was kind of as shocked as you were. So all of a sudden, you know, he's he's gone through his football deal. He's moved on, and. My wife sends me a text of the day. Says, "Have you heard Sam Sherrod's uh, new single?" And I said, wh- "Who?" I said, "Isn't it funny? This guy's got the same name as uh, as that as, as the young man that we know, the Sherrod family. That's the same same name as their oldest son. You know, Sam Sherrod that went to same high school with our kids and, and the kid that we know. It's got the same name. So why why are you listening to this pop guy?" She goes, "No, it is Sam Sherrod." And I said, "What?" So Sam Sherrod, the like, "Hey, I'm an athlete. I'm the." I'm the jock at the school, and you know I'm I'm all this, and never once in any conversation. I've had some pretty in-depth conversations with him about his life and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Know his dad real well, know his mom real well. Our, our wives know the mom real well. They they all are friends on both. Uh, did anybody ever bring up that Sam wants to be a singer and, and is now going to Nashville? So you think Nashville? You think well, it's going to be none of these country things, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's like that bubble that love that produced. I'm talking about. And I'm not saying he's got a record deal now, but in today's society, yeah. 
You go to Nashville, you get together with somebody, somebody's fired up back. I mean, he's got a video on YouTube and all this kind of – and I'm just like, why was why did this never come up? <laughs> and then when you sit down and you want to hear it for the first time, you start imagining in your mind what it might sound like. Yeah. So I want you to listen to this. This is Sam Sherrod. It's a single called Goodbye and uh, that he's produced and put together with uh, with some guy that's working with him. Uh-huh. So when, when you think of, of the – you know, I thought I was going to hear <laughs> – I mean, I've never heard this kid sing one time in his entire life. <laughs> And all of a sudden, now see, so, I mean, this has got you above a little filter a little bit. I don't know. Standing in your driveway, the car is loaded. It's all about the timing. Thought you were the one. I thought this was working. All right, after seeing him, I know who that is now. Yeah. Why did this never come up in conversation? Another life, another time. I mean, what, why, why does this never come up in a conversation? This is somebody who lives in my neighborhood. He's in Nashville now, but his family lives right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, the video has him walking through Nashville. There he is. There's on that bridge. Going to the football game. Is this, is this weirding y'all out to hear yes. him sing? Yes. Well, you know, most of the time people that say play an instrument say a guitar. Yeah. Uh, they they let you know they play. Oh, yeah. Because you, you hear them all the time. Oh, yeah. Even when you don't invite them to play, they'll play. Wow. You know? I had no idea. Uh-huh. But that, how about that's really good? That was growing on me uh-huh. as it was oh, it's going. A, it's a good song. Yeah. And the story and the fact that you don't know makes me like the guy even more. Well, to, to, to Bubba's point, oh, and you make a time. great point here. Everybody I've ever been around that had an aspiring musical talent, you know it. Yeah. And I don't mean that always in a negative way. Yeah. I mean, they were the No, not always, with, but sometimes. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But they're the kind of person that somebody says, well, we've got this so-and-so-so, and you know, and Sam will probably, he can play guitar and sing for mm-hmm. us. Or, hey, you know, did you hear Sam sing at church? Or, hey, you know Sam's <laughs> a singer. Yeah. You know, or Sam will say, you know, I like to sing. I've never heard anything about Sam Sherrod singing anything. So nobody, the boys, families, nothing, no. ever, nobody ever said no. anything about no. this. Just another conversation. Just another waste of time. Oh, it's got speedy. I like this. So last night, Sherry and I were like, we we got in the car and before I know I'm it, we, we had it blaring. Right and I mean, we was in there, we was in there, we was moving to it a little yeah. bit. Here I got Apple Music. Yeah. Here I so go. So anyway, it's, it's Sam Sherry. Goodbye is the single. Sam. And, uh, you have to spell that last name, Rick, because uh, it's going to throw everybody off. S H E R R O D. S H E R R O D. And he's also got a. I think they've got a YouTube. It looks video like Sherrod, but it's Sherrod. It's Sherrod. Yeah. Did you, have you, Bubba? You know this family oh, yeah. as well, yeah. and in some cases, maybe more than. Have you ever heard about this? Ever? What, what's the name of that? You song? know, I, I don't think Goodbye. I. Goodbye. If you, I did, I don't remember. It. You Let remember me put all the tailgating like. and never bring it up at a tailgate? Oh. <laughs> We've been on a pontoon boat. No, I don't ever Is this remember. Ever come I don't ever remember the guitar coming out. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big. Simply say Bubba dot com. Look, let's face it. Who knows what's ahead? Who knows what's ahead? 
Now more than ever, you like to be secure at your office, your home, your property, whatever the case may be, whatever you need to secure. You need a Simply Safe Bubba system right now. You can set this up yourself, uh, and it's going to alert uh, you know whatever is needed. It will alert uh, police, fire, EMTs when you need them the most straight to the door. It's got video verification, which helps law enforcement tremendously. Um, you know, so they rule out false alarms. Only fifteen dollars a month. You're monitored twenty four seven. No obligation. No 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 hidden fees. And no dealing with sales teams, anything like that. All you do is put it in yourself, and about forty five minutes, you're set up and ready to go. They have a sixty day money back guarantee. Simply bubba.com. This is the answer. You know, it started out as an answer for people who are living in rental properties. They weren't allowed to have uh, security systems because the old way was so intrusive. But now, you, no matter if you're renting or or, 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 or you're paying mortgage, uh, it is uh, it is available to you. Simply say Bubba.com. Also, a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Okay, Bubba, I don't feel as strange anymore because I now just got a text from uh, from Sam Sherrod. We just talked about one of his closest friends. They played sports together for years, and I'm going to read you. The, the text that I just got from one of Sam's closest friends. None of, so us, none, of the, none of us knew either. We were shocked when he told us he was going to Nashville to pursue a music career. It had never been mentioned. He never sang in the locker room. He never did anything. We, he said, if this makes you feel any better, we were all in the dark as much as you are. Those of us who know him even better than I did. Rick, you would, That's you would, bizarre. Think, you would think in a locker room you'd start a song up. You know, I mean, people did that oh, all the time. If I could sing, I mean, I can't even sing, and I sing. <laughs> I fronted a band, couldn't even sing. Yeah. I would sing rather than talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd <laughs> sing everything. So it's just interesting. There was always a singer or two on any team I've been involved right. in, and they would yeah. fire up something, everybody jump in, you know? Yeah, yeah but even to y'all's point, it, it, let's say they're just sitting around, <laughs> just a couple of them, just hanging out. You know, somebody gets out the guitar or something, and he just starts singing, and, ha- you know, none of that. Nobody, he, gave, he never gave no, any. No. Any inkling that he nobody did can document it, and these are people like I say that didn't know him and spent more time with him, with him than even I did. That's so crazy. Yeah. Now I will say this because you know how we always don't want anybody to run into anything <laughs> like we comedians or whatever. I, I was a little bit surprised to be honest because I know this him from a spiritual standpoint. Uh, you're going to see by the song that the E is there for explicit. The song is not nasty. That's there because in passing he's being this frustrated guy that's tired of the way this woman's treating him. And he does use the S word, wow. but it. But you can. Bar- hadn't been there. You can barely hear it. You mean Sherry? It was not Sherry. <laughs> do I wish it wasn't in there? Yes, sure. yes, I do. But uh, do I know the young man? Unless there's, yeah, I, I do. I know his family. Uh, I think he's trying to be artistic there. But uh, I would have advised differently. But uh, but what yeah. I'm telling you is, it's not anything. It's not a nasty song or anything like that. And if that, if you're highly sensitive to something like that, the good news is in these days of these really, really overproduced songs, you can't really make out what he's saying. <laughs> I was going to say I had but, to ask you; I could yeah. pick it up. But when you see that e, some of you going to go, "Well, hey, Rick and yeah. Bubba, point be some nasty song." Mm-hmm. It, it's not a nasty song, but mm-hmm. but it does have that word in it. And if you have a high sensitivity to that, and you'd rather that not have that, just know that. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered what the requirements are to have to have the e, because I've listened to songs like Speedy has said, and go, "Why is that on there?" I know. But uh, let's like get, you said, it's probably there, and I just don't hear it. Yeah, yeah. but I, but apparently this has been something that he's been on fire about. And I can't just believe this didn't story. tell anybody about it. Good night. Well, he's very talented. 
And uh, looks like he's uh, got a good start. So you're mm-hmm. you're, you're in, aren't you, Speedy? This to is me, but where's this? This is this doesn't land exactly in your world, but it's pretty close. Oh yeah, look, I'm I'm good with this. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, this is Speedy all day long. Uh, well, I, I will. You will find me if you rode in the truck with me. I didn't want to step on Sam there. I'm I'm all over the place. I, I will I won't land. Yeah, no, but this is in your area. Oh yeah, yeah. I like this. I like it. I can see me and Terry listening to this. Yeah. Hey, baby. Maybe uh, maybe it's on the speaker in the house while I'm just kind of yeah. I will admit when I first heard it, I, I thought I thought he was going to kind of stay here. I didn't know he'd go. Back in fuck, this is when he gets me. When he goes, when he gets a little higher than I expected, and and you would think he would sing like one something in the locker room after a big win or something, you know, what, you, you'd sing something. <laughs> I'd like to get Adler's take. Yeah, he's, he's moving on, sweetie. We say. So uh, so there it is. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I had uh, Eric. Uh, welcome to the program, buddy. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I just want to vote for keep it for the song. That's a smooth song, man. It is smooth. That's the word for it. I, it. I could I could do with all that, without all that cussing, but that's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wish Sam had called me and said, "Hey, hey, uh, Rick, I, I know we've talked and stuff. I'm thinking about putting the S word in." I would say, "Sam, let's not <laughs> yeah, do that." Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, let, let's drop yeah, that. Yeah. Right. There's no, there's no yeah. need for that. But right. uh, Greg said, "Top shelf, whatever that." Yeah, means. I know. Now, I know. Greg, this is not in the genre. Yeah, Greg, Greg, so he, it's not his genre. Adler, what what about you? He's thumb up, thumbs up. Okay, okay. Hamza, you love it. Hamza, yeah, I mean, it started the first of it. I thought, how am I going to like this? But mm. uh, that's mm-hmm. not James. It's got me over here. Mm-hmm. What did you say? Speedy's all in. I likes that. Bubba, it's, it, 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 it definitely passes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's got that cool uh, cool groove feel yeah. to it. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it, I, I will say but this. Now, you know, I, I'm always I always lean to toe tapping music yeah. most of the time. Mm-hmm, I, I just I don't know. It's, it's, You're a toe tapper. I'm the same way, especially driving. I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm more rhythm uh, sensitive than I am genre sensitive. You know, yeah. but there are times that I like to to kick it back a little bit. You know, well, this is where you know, you know how we, I hear you yeah. say that. <laughs> my so play, look, my playlist is probably oh. the most diverse yeah. monster Versatile. in the room. No man. doubt. You know, well, I'm with you guys because here's what I think. I think we have our categories that we say I probably prefer this style of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there's categories that are not our favorite. But if you give me a certain presentation from that category, that's be the one I'd pull out of that category. Yeah, right. You know, it's like that time I used to talk to people, say, I don't like hard rock. Then I ask them, I go, do you like, uh, I do a song by ACDC, and they go, oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, I got news for you. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you what category that's in. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, sometimes even in a genre that you don't really care for, there'll be a song or two out of that genre you like. Yeah. yeah. And for me, for me to pull something out of this genre for me, this kind of feel is, 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 is yeah. would be one I'd pull out and go, right. yeah, I, I like it. You know, I, I'm hoping that somewhere along the line, Sam's going to release something that's more down the K-pop line. You know, <laughs> yeah, I knew that. <laughs> here we go. Well, it sounds like he wants to. You know, when you, when you hear I'm going to Nashville, you right. think, well, here goes another it's person. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's definitely trying something different. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. The good news is now you can get your stuff out. And let the people decide if they like you mm-hmm. or not. So the video really looked good. It did. It yeah. did. You know, I call it. Of course, uh, you know, I, uh, I like it. Uh, young Broderick had one comment to Sam when he saw the video. Don't have my number. 
Oh, yeah. You're right. You're Let me right. tell you how I would have shot this. You know what I mean? Shot some. Throw me a line bone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll tell you, the hours he's working, I, I don't know. He could get all the opportunities he, out there. I'm not sure he could take them. Hey, now, um, sp- speaking of Nashville, did I see a uh, good friend of the show, Todd Jones, send something out that they're trying to get a Major League Baseball team to Nashville and the yes. new stadium would go right yes. beside the Titan Stadium yeah, downtown? He's, he's involved in that. That's yeah. that's big. That is big. I didn't see that. Yeah. Is this a, is this a new franchise or moving a franchise it's a, it was this the nashville stars uh, i think they want the to get name. one however they can get it yeah okay but uh he's on um a committee and and all this kind of anyway he just sent it out and i was like wow i didn't realize that but they've got the drawings of what the stadium would look like right beside huh. titan stadium now <laughs> is it what is it nissan state what's it now i don't know what it was it used to be arcadelphia stadium but now i don't know what it's called <laughs> what sponsor it is is it nissan road. it'd be right beside that <clears throat> Boy, the so, walkover bridge would go right to it. Yeah. Now. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, like Nashville's yeah. a cool city. And, and like center field is open, and so you can see downtown. You can hit it in the water like in San Diego. Now you've got me <laughs> interested on which team's going to move or what yeah. are they going to do here. I, th- I, wanted, I thought it was – well, here I go. Here I just need to stop. Go. I'm just asking questions. You know I'm, I am out? reckless right you, now. You're, you are all over I'm the world. absolutely <laughs> reckless. I apologize well, for that. Well, just join in. Everybody else is this morning. Yeah. Why not? I am just – that's on me. But the here's here here's the thing. There are, there are Major League Baseball teams that they've got a terrible experience and nobody cares about their team. You know, take one of those and put them in a city kind of like when the Oilers came to Nashville and then you'll get a huge excitement and get some electricity and get something going. Mm-hmm. If I was a franchise that you know was, couldn't get anybody to buy tickets, mm-hmm. just couldn't get anything going on and say, man, let's take our franchise somewhere where people be excited about it. Right. But I'd be, I'd be trying to make that happen as soon as possible. Yeah. So, but I didn't know. I didn't know Jones was involved. Yeah, he's on like the advisory board and and all that. So anyway, they he just announced it on his social media and and some of the pictures he sent out and stuff was pretty cool. We'll be back. Uh, your phone calls are next. Gary Palmer, Congressman, was at the top of the hour. We'll talk about the impeachment process with him yesterday and what what does the future look like. Uh, but when we come back, we take your phone calls. Murdoch's taking them now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Here we go, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's talk to the people. A long distance directly assistance. Let's start with Steve out of Nashville, Tennessee. Just brought you guys up. Lines are available. Murdoch can get you up here ready to go. So, Steve, you got 30 seconds, my friend. Uh, What's on your mind today? Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Um, You brought up a neat topic this morning that's been on my mind. Um, I've uh, been listening to you guys for several several years, and I always hear the bed music that you come in and out of. Mm -hmm. And you always pick songs that I either think, gosh, that's a great song. I hadn't thought about it in a while. Or you hear a song and I think, gosh, I, I had never heard that. What is it? Have you guys ever thought about making just a Rick and Bubba, either Spotify or a Prime playlist that people can just subscribe to just to? All right, sir. I don't know how that works. Uh, I know that Helmsy on our website under goodies, right? Uh, there, there is some sort of list of, of, Ask about bed music, right? Don't we put something so, there? Yeah, you go, it's just under the goodies. There's actually intros. There's the bed music we play, the intros we play, the bank nines that we, the some of the the popular mm-hmm. clips that you play out of the instant replay. All that's there to play and download. 
So, and but, if there's ever anything that you go, man, I w- that's not added. Just send me an email and I'll get it added. That's easy. So a ton of the music that we play, bed music, it, you can Adler's showing you yeah. right now. You can go there and find it. And if somebody asks about it, Helms will say, Rick, what was that song? I'll tell him he'll add yeah. it. But as far as a Spotify playlist, I don't even know how that works. How do the rights to those songs and all that stuff work? I have yeah, no I idea. Mm. Yeah, but that's it's something to think about. I appreciate that. But you can go to Goodies and see a lot of the things that we play and what they're titled and, and, and or get it for yourself, all that there uh, at no charge. Uh, let's go to um, – uh, Jesse out of Georgia. Jesse, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds, go. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Uh, I don't follow Alabama high school football that much. I do follow Georgia high school football, uh-huh. and Vestavia Hills just got a great coach. You know, I saw that today. I, I'm, I was not familiar with Coach Calhoun, uh, but I, as you said, you are. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I know him personally. He's a great man of character, and uh, we're, we're sorry to lose him here. Well, uh, you know that's where, where did he come from? Uh, Calhoun. Yeah. What, what's the name what's of the, the name of school? Calhoun was his most recent. Uh, Carrollton was his most recent school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm Georgia. Yeah, I saw that today too. And the reason why he's mentioning that, for those you don't know, Vestavia Hills is where the uh, plaza is located. And my oldest son played for Vestavia, and we have some connections there. So, so that was um, that's why he was saying how you guys, uh, Sean Calhoun, has been announced as vestavia hills new coach he's following uh buddy anderson the coaching legend that was there for good gracious he's been there a while yeah <laughs> so it's, it's, he was a fixture he you was. know what's funny about these coaching searches is we've heard every name we've heard hey he wants it and he's coming mm-hmm. from about four or five different coaches that we know mm-hmm. from this yeah. area this guy was never once mentioned yeah no, I never heard his name yeah. mentioned, but sounds like this guy knows that they got a good coach, and I yeah. assume they did. Uh, let's go to Chris in Florida. Chris, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Come on with it. Hey, how we doing? Good. All right, good. Uh, I don't know if y'all talked about it yet, but the uh, bombing that happened over the Christmas break there in Nashville. Yes. You have talked about that? Have we talked about it? You know, I don't think we did. We, yeah, we, we, we did a little bit, but not. When we got back, did we talk about it? I, I think I think we talked about it amongst ourselves over the break and text no, messages, that. but yeah, I, I don't think we talked about it on air. Yeah, that, that turned out to be kind of a, a bizarro dude that just uh, thought 5G was going to get us, or was he one of these 5G people? Uh, that was that like. was one of the stories we heard, that he was uh, one of these people freaked out by 5G and wanted to uh, – uh, I guess try to stop some of the implementation of that by setting off a bomb close to the AT and T building, and it and it did damage the building and some service uh, that they were supplying in the southeast for a did while. Did you hear that? We had that voice thing counting it down, and yeah, and they oh, start yeah, playing downtown by Batula yeah. Clark and all that. It was really <coughs> bizarre, really, very really bizarro. Uh, so uh, to the phones we go, Caroline in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Caroline, how you doing? Hey guys, I'm doing great. How are y'all? We're, we're fantastic. I just wanted to remind uh, Helmsy that I did create a Spotify playlist uh, of all of your bed music. Really? Okay. Yeah. So if you go to Spotify, what I are you did, looking for? Yeah. So what are you looking for if you go to Spotify uh, and want to get? Type in, you just type in Rick and Bubba, and it's all of the bed music that I could find. Now there's a couple of songs that were pretty difficult to find. Um, especially some of the. Hey, she, yeah, she's listening. Send send me a link to that, and we'll see if we can't put it. Somewhere. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you for doing that, Caroline. That's awesome. So it sounds like I a, do know when you've created, like I've created playlists. Speedy talked about his playlist this morning, different ones. There is a share option, so I guess yeah. that's what she's talking about. Yeah. Is you can just build your own and yeah. share it. 
You know, I've never built a playlist. That surprised you? <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> Mac in South Carolina. Mac, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, this is Matt, South Carolina. What's up, guys? I just want to know if you heard about this social credit story. I think China's doing it. I read a small article about it. I didn't know if you guys have heard anything about it. I can't, can't hear you really good. It's like, it's almost like there's it's a paper okay towel to, over your phone. It's okay to take your mask off on the phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, did he say that there is a social credit score? Yes. What, what does that mean? I don't know. All I heard was social. That's the only word I got out of it. I think what he was saying, and I've heard this, where in like in China, they score you. Uh, you have a, a number, almost like we would have a credit score mm-hmm. okay, okay. on you being a good citizen, being a good got commie. It. Oh, okay. Got it. Being okay. a good commie. That makes you sense. Know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the credit part threw me off, but what they're saying yeah. is just like a credit score, but it's a it's I, a, the higher your score of citizenship, the yeah, more I, accepted I, you I are. Think, I think that's what he was saying. To, uh, I have not heard about that, sir. Right, I, I certainly right. have. Glenn in Birmingham. Glenn, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Come on with it. Hey, how are y'all doing today? Fantastic. Hey, uh, just wondering, I don't know why anybody would be necessarily worried about that one word in that song, considering Greg cusses more than anybody on that show anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Bubba's trying to outdo him this year. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it, it's it, all, we got to go into we got a tight race, for sure. Yeah, we got to yeah. look at our definitions. Yeah, he, uh, he, I told him, I finally am interacting with Sam now, and I said, I could have done with that, that in the song. And he li- he said, yes, sir, I understand. He said, I was really just trying to end the song, get the point across. And I said, well, you did. But, I mean, that, that's it. But, it, like I say, it's not, it's not blatant. To, uh, let's go to uh, Clay in Illinois. Clay, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Clay? Clay, yeah. <laughs> he Hello. sounds like Kermit the Frog. Uh, let's go to Craig uh, in, in Gardendale. Craig, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Morning, fellas. I think I figured out something on that Nashville bombing. Okay. The guy was not a Trump supporter because they never said he was. That's true. <laughs> well, it goes back to what some some people attempted yesterday to try to show me that John MacArthur's church did have COVID uh, cases, which I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, 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 whatever. And and they were all these little, you know, unnamed source, anonymous uh, bloggers. And I said to both, and I will credit both emailers, and one of them is, is, is definitely a Democrat, and we've had conversations before. I said, do you really believe? that if there was some huge spike out of John MacArthur's um, church that was causing problems, we would not have the headline, selfish, evil pastor kills congregation by, by pressuring them to come to church and has caused a major problem in the area where they're located, endangering lives everywhere. It would be, it would be wall-to-wall coverage. The fact that you can only find it where people are doing well, uh, somebody said, Uh, inside sources, uh, 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 someone who didn't want to be named. Mm -hmm. If that's all you got, it's back to what this caller just said, the fact they're not covering it means it's not a story that Mm -hmm. is any of any consequence. Right. And uh, because to to the caller's point, if it's a Trump supporter, you will, you will know. Yes. If if it's somebody who is a, a Christian that's doing something that everybody thinks is evil, not only will the liberal media be on this person like John MacArthur, the liberal church will be on John MacArthur. I mean, it would be wall-to-wall, you know, blogs and unnamed and anonymous. That shows there's not much going on. And I'm not saying he doesn't have people that are sick. Of course he does. But not any more than anybody else. Top of the hour. Uh, Gary Palmer will be with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, we're all here. We've spun the wheel of meat today, so that is over uh, until we uh, spin it again next week. So that's already happened today. We've walked through a number of stories today. Laurel, Mississippi tonight. Looking forward to being with all of you at Journey Church as we kick off the men's discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com. Also, don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, Lord willing, uh, we'll record that today. It'll be available for you coming up this weekend. Welcome back, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part. Other Rick and Bubba experience. So uh, we are uh, in a very, very weird time. I know a lot of you have been saying, hey, you guys haven't talked about the uh, impeachment yesterday and all that much because we knew uh, that representing Alabama's 6th dis- uh, district uh, that Congressman Gary Palmer would be returning uh, back uh, to the home state of Alabama and has agreed, thankfully, graciously, to be on the show with us today. So we thought we'd talk about it uh, with him. Uh, so, uh, Congressman, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good to be here. I'm good. Anything Glad going on? Home. You got anything going on? Boy, it's a, well, so trying to save the country. Yeah, well, and, and I think that is uh, not hyperbole. I, I think that some of us, and I know we've been through bad times. You've had people say, well, we've been through bad times. What would you have thought if you'd have been you know, during World War II and we've got the Nazis and we've got to try and attempt to eradicate a whole race of people? Yeah, you're right. I would have been thinking, ma'am, this is, this is perilous times. What would you have been doing if you'd lived in the Civil War? Yes, I would have been saying those are perilous times. You know, the Cuban Missile Crisis, I mean, I talked to my dad. He said it was terrifying. Watch this. Didn't know what was going to happen. But but I think this time, it's been a very long time in the modern era where, you know, we all go, hey, we don't need to lose the republic. And, you know, people say, ah, he's exaggerating. Never roll your eyes, you know. But I think now the reality that there is a movement to, to take the constitutional republic and destroy it, wad it up, and then create something else is is not hyperbole. It's not an exaggeration. I think people, from what we're hearing, think that is a legitimate concern. And what can be kind of scary is I think they're getting to the point that they're willing to do whatever they think they need to do to keep that from happening because they're starting to think that they have no recourse through the normal channels. That's what we're hearing. And, that, that, and that's what we got to kind of talk about today. Well, there there are recourses that, that people can take, and, and every individual has to understand that, um, that as a citizen of this country, which is a republic, uh, the future literally rests in each one of our hands. And, and when you've got, and that's still being reported, that, what, 35, 40 percent of Christians are not registered to vote, when you've got people who will only vote if a name is on the ballot, uh, you know, in 2016, the the reason President Trump got elected was there were somewhere over 8 million people who had either never voted or hadn't voted in years came out and voted for him. In 2018, those same 8 million people, that number, didn't show up. Uh, his name wasn't on the ballot. And we lost, we lost the House. We lost the majority in the House. Had those people voted, we would have still been in the majority— uh, the Russia probe would have been a big nothing. There wouldn't he wouldn't have been impeached. We would have handled COVID different, and he would have been reelected. Uh, so it starts with us, every one of us. And I know I'm a member of Congress, and 
But I'm, I'm just like anybody else. Uh, I grew up here in northwest Alabama. I'm like anybody else. And if, if we want to get the country back, it's better to do it through the ballot box than by other means. Well, what if the, here's what we're hearing, though, and I agree with you. Don't don't misunderstand. And we've said that. But we get I mean, we're basically being called communist and liberals because they're saying, but what if our vote doesn't count? Do, what, what if there was a illegal, unconstitutional changing of the way we're supposed to vote and our votes were not counted properly and votes were counted that weren't real votes? If we can't trust the voting system, what are we supposed to do? And I'm just saying that's what we're here. That's a huge issue, and it's one. It's, it will be the top priority of, of uh, those of us in Congress. We were already working on it, as a matter of fact. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, when, uh, on January 6th, when he uh, was going to the floor to speak, that was part of what uh, we were going to talk about. I'd provided him with a lot of the, the uh, information that he was going to use in his speech. But let me just add this. We just lost those two seats, uh, Senate seats in Georgia, because 200,000 people who voted for those, can- those two candidates in the general election didn't show up on, in the special election. Uh, now, there were 150,000 people who voted for the Democrat candidates who didn't show up. So the difference was 50,000 votes. That would have won both of them. So it, it's easy to steal an election when you don't show up, okay, or if you're not registered to vote. So let me just nerd out just a little bit here. Okay. Uh, Stand by, should I send the nerd alert right now? <laughs> you, you can send the nerd alert out. Okay. But I want people to understand because there is a way to fix this, and it, does, and it, and it, and it doesn't require Congress. No, we do need to hear this because th- we need to say here's – because everybody says, what are we he, supposed to do? Here is a plan. So, here's yeah. a blueprint. So here's a plan. All right. First of all, uh, there's a – Congressman Mike Johnson and I have been working on this. To get an opinion from the Supreme Court that, that clearly sh- defines that – all election law changes are to be made through the state legislatures. That's Article Two, Section 1 of the Constitution. We get that. Then we put tremendous pressure on the legislatures. of, of the. And there's 28 state legislatures that are controlled by Republicans, both houses. That includes Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Okay. The next thing is uh, the Pew Center, a uh, research center, reported that there's 24 million voter registrations that are inaccurate or inappropriate. There were 800,000 inactive voters on the voter rolls in Pennsylvania. The state of Michigan is 105% registered. uh, 16 of their counties are over 110% registered. Guys, the average is 76%. Something's wrong with that number. That's exactly right. And here's the thing. In 1993, Democrat majorities in both houses passed the National Voter Registration Act. Bill Clinton signed it. And that, that law requires that every state maintain accurate voter files. That's to be done through the legislatures. So that's what we need to do. We need to work with the legislators, legislatures around the country, Democrat or Republican, but especially those Republican-controlled uh, states, and get this fixed. And then we need to have a massive, massive voter registration effort. And, I mean, through the churches, through Whatever venue there is, we could have one right outside your studio where people can come and register to vote. But we got to get our people registered to vote and ready to turn out in 2022 and take this back. 
Congressman, let me ask you just some some straight up you questions because we're, we're dealing with this. Well, you, years. All right, let's come back. Let's come back because <laughs> now we're gonna we, we hear what you said. I, we followed that, uh, and then Bubba has some follow up questions, and because uh, and I think it'll take you a minute to answer it. So I want to be sure we're not pushing it. We'll come back, uh, Congressman Gary Palmer here, and these are the questions that you have been asking. And here we are trying to get you some answers. So let's listen and and file this away. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. 20 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Congressman Gary Palmer is with us. So let's talk about some points, and we'll cover as much as we can as long as the congressman congressman can stay with us. So uh, things that have been established, and we're about to delve into some of the things that that Bubba wants to ask, Uh, but um, one thing that we can say, and Congressman, you made this point, but you said it clearly in in the break, these are just things, almost like you were taking notes, write this one down, there's one sure way that your vote will never be counted, and that's if you don't vote. Exactly right. Now that that one... Makes a steal easy. Yeah, that's that's an easy (laughs) steal if if you're not registered and you don't vote. So there's no way that vote can count. You can stand, rant, and rave. You can go to work. You can stand down there on the loading dock and talk about how terrible this country is. But if you're not registered to vote, then your vote will never be counted. Right. So that's one thing we know that's got to get better is people who are not registered to vote need to vote uh, because to not vote, we know that doesn't get counted. So, Bubba, you had some questions about – because he talked about our game plan going forward, and we talked about the biggest problem is some people say, well, I know voting's the answer, but I'm not sure – Voting is, is is straight up right now, or it gets counted, and, and I can I trust the system? And you had some questions. Well, I just want to kind of walk through it, what we're hearing, what we see. Um, the states who change their election laws to be much more open under the guise of it would be safer with COVID, and we had all this mail out, mail in, you know, it's just ballots everywhere. It looks to me like that was done illegally, and it doesn't match what the Constitution says. Is that fair? No, that's not just fair. It's exactly right, Bubba, and that's the whole point of what Congressman Mike Johnson and I have been trying to do uh, with the brief that that uh, we had written. And that happened not just in Pennsylvania and Georgia. It happened in North Carolina. We think it may have happened in Texas. Those are states that Trump won. In order to have a constitutional election, any change to an election law has to be done through their state legislature. Right. That's that the Constitution is, says that. The U.S. Constitution. Article one, says section that. four. Article two, section one, lays out uh, that that the elections are to be handled, the manners and means, and uh, and the and, and the selection. Because it represents the all people and the legislature, and those are the yeah. people's representatives in each state. Right. So. With that being said, we, we saw Secretary of State's change rules. We saw judges change rules. We saw this. We saw that. To you me, saw a county elect, uh, election official change laws. If they did that, how was that allowed to stand? Why did a judge somewhere go, this is not constitutional? 
Why didn't we see that? No cases were heard. None. Why weren't they heard? Guys, uh, I started working on this even before the election uh, when they went to all this mail-in ballots. I sent a That's letter. That's when we lost the election, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I sent a letter that was co-signed by Jamie Comer of Kentucky, ranking member on oversight, and, and Jody Heiss, congressman from Georgia, who's the ranking member on the Government Operations Subcommittee, sent a letter to the Postmaster General requesting that every mail ballot have a legible postmark date. I remember that. And uh, I got a response back saying that's exactly what they were going to do, went into great detail. I sent that to the White House and said, you need, this is what you need to be focused on because under federal law, all election materials are required to be preserved for 22 months. That would include the envelopes that they're mailed in, the envelope that your affidavit and your ballot's in, the secret envelope, and the affidavit. Even though it's separated from your ballot, you still have all that. So if you had hundreds of thousands or millions of, of envelopes that didn't have the right date on it or didn't have a postmark, then you know that whatever was in it was an invalid vote. doesn't matter who they voted for. They didn't do that. I think the president's legal team failed miserably. They filed uh, uh, their case before the court would misspell words, uh, you know, bad grammar, late. It, it was a failure across the board. And they got focused on, on Dominion, and you started hearing all this stuff coming out. And a lot of this was, was a disinformation campaign from outside forces that, that really led people to believe that, that it was all Dominion. When, in fact, it was just your, I, I think, for the most part, your run-of-the-mill uh, mismanagement of elections. And take, take this, uh, there's still a congressional seat that hasn't been called, New York 22. Our, our candidate was leading till they found 55 ballots in a drawer. Now, I've gone through my sock drawer yeah. looking for warm socks, but yeah. I didn't find any ballots. Well, have how, you found any? How, how, let me anything? ask you this. How do ballots, how are they allowed to be counted that are just found somewhere? I mean, to me, ballots are where you did the voting, right? I mean— this election in New York is going to be dis- Here, determined by smart. a judge Help me out with this. <laughs> looking at, at contested ballots. Right. That's how it's going to be decided. And, and our candidate is ahead by 27 votes. Well, so, we, and let me, let me expand on that just a little bit. So the Dominion, since you brought that up, was there widespread fraud in this election, and was it enough to change the outcome? I don't know. You have to have evidence. And I know people are going to hate on me for saying that, but— uh, what we were trying to do, and there were people in, here in Alabama that we were working with, I, I sent documents to the White House at least four times through two different or three different channels uh, trying to get them to get an, uh, a preservation order on, on the materials so you could look at it and document it. And, and, it, and they didn't do that. Uh, and that, it's very frustrating to me because you have to have evidence. And and then again, the prosecutable the evidence, yeah. not I said, I saw somebody said. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 as the misinformation kept coming out, uh, it, it getting people uh, riled up, it it got us away from what we needed to be doing. So now I'm trying to get us back focused on what we need to do to keep not only to keep this from happening in the future, but to get the majorities back in the House and Senate. That's how he shut down the Biden agenda. And I had a lady that I've known for years, prays for me all the time, uh, really upset about this. And, and so I called her and I said, let me ask you something, because she, she, she thought her only hope is for Trump to stay in office. 
I said, let me ask you something. Name one significant accomplishment of the Obama administration in his la- the last six years of his, of his two terms. She said, I can't think of anything. And I said, you know why that is? Because after he won in 08, we got the majority back in 10. I think we got the majority back in the Senate in 12, and we shut it down. That's, that's what we've got to do to keep this country from absolutely going down the tubes. Gary, let me on the Dominion thing one more time, and then we'll move forward. Do, do you feel like that is a secure system, and is there checks and balances in that process? And why did Texas say we don't want that system? Because I don't think it's a secure system. I do think there's some checks and balances in it, but most people who are voting don't know what that is. When you vote using Dominion, you should be getting some kind of paper uh, receipt or some something that shows that you voted, uh, mm-hmm. and then and there's and it's supposed to produce a paper ballot that would a match the num- yeah. yeah that that would match the number of votes cast that is secured. And I, I think any time you engage technology, uh, you run some risk and. Uh, and I don't know what all those risks are. But, but let me t- tell you guys, when you think, well, this is impossible to do, Florida is a shining example of doing it the right way. They had a debacle in 2000. They, their legislature fixed it, and their, their election ran like clockwork. And I, I want to tell you, there were a record number of absentee ballots cast in, in Florida, massive numbers of mail-in votes. They all uh, were received on election day. They all got counted on election day, and they were all reported on election day. That's what we need to do. Yeah, but if you if you meet in opposition to these states uh, for people who don't want it to be that way because they're not sure they can win these elections straight up, uh, that that's what we have to look. But it sounds like you were saying that even when we went to try to have those cases heard, we didn't do a very good. When I say we, if you if you thought there was fraud, the Trump administration did not do a great job in presenting the case in a way that it would have been heard. I think that there were mistakes made up and down the line. And part of the problem was, guys, is that the the law firm that Trump initially hired, there was so much pressure from their clients, they had to pull out. And one of the lawyers that was working with Trump just recently in the last week or two had to resign as a partner in the firm. Wow. I mean, there's a crackdown going on. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Hey, how about this? Is your automobile no longer covered by a warranty? If the answer is yes, Rick, well, you know if something goes wrong with that automobile, who's going to be paying for that, right? That's going to be you. Uh, unless you, you might decide to go over and, uh, no pun intended, uh, kick the tires on carshield.com because they offer protection plans uh, that uh, are available to cars that are no longer under the warranty. So, and what happens then? Well, if, if you're under the, uh, the car shield and something goes wrong with that automobile, uh, that you, have, you pick the ASC certified mechanic of your choice, uh, and if it's covered repair, they'll pay that uh, mechanic or that dealership directly, uh, and you'll have a rental car uh, always available to you that, that's, uh, that is no additional cost to you. Uh, and you also get 24-7 roadside nationwide assistant, assistance uh, under your car shield plan. So why don't you look and see what's available? We'll get you another 10% off if you use the promo code Bubba at carshield.com. 
Uh, you can also uh, reach them at 1-800-665-2157. Uh, the link also made available at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So we're talking with Congressman uh, Gary Palmer of the state of Alabama. We've discussed voter fraud. We've discussed um, the, uh, the election. Uh, and then yesterday, well, we had a wild time. We had a wild time in the House yesterday uh, as they were there, the second uh, impeachment as far as the House vote of President Trump. Um, and it, it was just a sideshow, uh, Congressman. It was a it was an embarrassment. It, it, it was I don't even know what to say about it. I, I, I didn't think we had people that batty. And I knew they were some of them were a little different. Uh, but it, it was it was like watching a manure matinee. It, it was it was it was really something. Well, I wasn't going to go where you just went. Where there's another word for show, but uh, I know that's I was looking for one I thought was yeah, appropriate. But uh, batty is not correct. I think um, um, dishonest, yeah, uh, and uh, deceitful. This whole thing, uh, I think, is is. Um, just a massive attempt to to try to make sure Donald Trump can't run for re-election. And in an impeachment process, it's supposed to start in the Judiciary Committee. You can have joint jurisdiction. It could have been judiciary. It could have been oversight. Uh, The first time they included intel just so uh, Adam Schiff could could lead it. Uh, But this didn't go through anything. This was all... uh, uh, done uh, behind closed doors with with no uh, hearings, no input from Republicans, uh, just to bring to the floor to have that vote, and uh, and I think further incite people. This this was not only disingenuous; it is just flat out dangerous and reckless. And uh, you're you're watching right now, literally, as, as these people violate the Constitution with impunity. They violate due process. Uh, uh, the president should have had the opportunity to have people uh, testify on his behalf. To, uh, I, I think that um, um, trying to bring this up in the Senate after he's left office is unprecedented. Um, so well, it's on full display. People need to understand now. This was not an impeachment. It was an inquisition. Mm-hmm. And and uh, just thank God that 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 that. Uh, that there are some people who are willing to talk about it honestly and openly about what's really going on. Are you surprised at the, what, 10 Republicans who voted with them? No. I, I, listen, when it comes to my colleagues, I want them to vote their conscience. I, 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 that's what I do. And, uh, you know, I've, I've taken some hard votes that, that some of my, my fellow Republicans <clears throat> didn't see things the way I did. I, right. I, I mean, I started out that way. And that's what your listeners need to understand is is that most of our our folks are trying to make a conscientious decision, and I don't agree with the ten who voted they the way they did. Uh, some of those people are my friends. I, I literally texted one of them to see if uh, he had in, intended to vote that way, and, and he <laughs> did said he, mess he did. Up? <laughs> he said he did. Uh, but that doesn't accomplish anything. I, I that's that's what I understand. And and uh, the thing I was explaining to one guy. Yesterday, I said, look, I don't care what you think about the president. It's, it's about the process. And if we, if we get to a point where we get so frustrated with, with any individual that we're willing to set the Constitution aside or, or, or set these parameters aside, 
I don't care what crime you've committed in our system of law and order. You you get representation. You get your day in court. You you get due process. There's a presumption of innocence. You get the opportunity to make your case. We don't want that in this country. Then we'll we'll get to where we're having inquisitions all across the board if we don't. Yeah, you've opened Pandora's box because what is done to one side will be done to the other once the numbers change. That's history, Gary. We can't deny that. That's human nature. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let me ask you this. Mitch McConnell saying that there would be no hearing in the Senate till probably Inauguration Day. Was that that a message that he's going to try to cool this down some? I hope so. Um, I I really hope that – Senator McConnell uh, will postpone this and not start this. And once Trump, President Trump is out of office, uh, this will all die down. But I think the Democrats are not going to let up. And you know the old saying, the devil always overplays her hand. Oh, yes. Uh, We say that all the time. I think that's what's happening. Well, let me ask you this, because the vote would be to remove him from office. If he's already removed, why do you even want to have it? Uh, other than Can to, you even to do that once uh, he's uh, out? Uh, that's never been done. If you're not wanting to just give somebody a black eye and just keep mm-hmm. kicking somebody, uh, which is not going to help the healing process, by the way. Uh, and it also makes him pretty ignorant of Donald Trump's personality. <laughs> but it's also a failure to recognize that what leads to impeachment is uh, an individual commits a high crime or misdemeanor. Both of those are violations of the law. Period. And the whole point, if you have a president that – commits a crime, uh, they can't be prosecuted while in office, so that's why you impeach them, you remove them, and then my concern is is that there'll be some effort to to charge them with a, with a crime afterwards. And they'll just keep this stuff going. And this is what everybody needs to understand. It's also intended to divide our base. And again, the, the disinformation campaigns that are running out there where they want us to attack each other, their base is not big enough to win by itself. They need for us to be divided. And uh, and we've got to understand that. We've got to get through this and uh, rally the troops uh, for the good of the country. And, and it, it can't be about any one individual. It's got to be about the future of the country. Yeah, because the conservative cause and what we believe and what we fight for is bigger than any president, bigger than any congressman, bigger than any senator. You know, our values are, are what binds us together and but here's the thing if you if you <laughs> if you vote to remove a guy who's already gone i mean will the supreme court have to get involved with that i mean how, how does who, who referees an out of control nuclear reaction in congress well the I chief mean, justice of the supreme court will will preside over the the senate right in the hearing so yeah they'll, they'll that's going to go somewhere but I don't, I don't know if you're aware of, uh, of other things that are going on. Do you? Are you aware that that Pelosi and the Democrats rewrote the rules of the House so that that we're going to be prohibited from using gender-specific pronouns? Oh yeah, but I noticed yeah. she keeps using them though, which is odd. <laughs> well, then you understand there's a law for them, but not correct. Oh, I understand yeah. that completely. Right. Yeah. So I watched. I watched that on their reaction to violence. I've watched that. You know, this is the same woman who stood behind President Trump in his his uh, State of the Union address and tore up a a, a government document, right. which is a which felony, is illegal, which is a felony, but wasn't prosecuted. Well, 
again, Mike Johnson, I sent a letter to the attorney general asking for his opinion on whether or not she committed a felony. But what I want to point out is the Democrat majority leader, Steny Hoyer, went to the floor the next evening, next afternoon, and said that that was her exercising her First Amendment right to freedom of speech. I went to the floor right behind him, and I said, I want to point out to to the gentleman from Maryland that under the rules of the House, not all speech is protected. They they want to play it both ways. Yeah, yeah they, well, they, you they don't, sure it's they almost don't. like they they don't understand if, what and if they can get away with it, they will. It's like they don't think two steps ahead. They just they just say it in the moment for an emotional response. So I guess in the future, because I heard all this, will you if Nancy Pelosi, even though we just showed her own uh, either Facebook or whatever that was that she lists herself in a gender way as a grandmother, mm-hmm. do do we do we would you would it be if they get their way for the. The, the person from Maryland? I mean, what, what what do you say? I mean, you see, she's calling herself a mother and a grandmother right there uh, on, uh, on her own words. Is that what they, they, what would we call you if I was— I know with, what I'd like to call some of them, but I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but, well, those uh, things are not gender-specific, so you yeah, can do that. Yeah. But, Gary, do well, they not understand the psychology of this that, uh, you know, uh, President-elect Biden is saying he wants to heal the country? Well, to heal the country, you have to— Step down, offer a hand. You have to move too. Everybody moves to a more neutral position and gets off of the hardline positions. That's how you heal any division, no matter what it is. I mean, in any situation. So I don't understand how they think continuing. The, look, Trump's gone in six. Was it six days now? Mm-hmm. And he'll probably leave a day early anyway. Why keep this up? If you really want to heal, why don't you step back and just let him finish, start on your agenda, move forward. But they continue to stick the fork in the other side, and it's only going to get worse, not better, than what we saw at the Capitol. Do they realize that? Yeah, but they also understand that every crisis is not Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Gary Palmer, Congressman, is with us. We're walking through all the things. I'm getting some good emails. People saying, hey, this is helping today, uh, which hurts Bubba and, uh, Bubba and me, our, our feelings a little bit, because some of this stuff we've been saying, and um, uh, and it does, I know, you want a different source. I got it. Somebody who may know what they're talking about. Uh, and, Somebody uh, really can. Yeah, and Congressman Palmer uh, does, and I can speak on this uh, with authority, does know the Constitution, does know the history of this country quite well and how the government was designed to work. Um, and I will say on that note, uh, this thing with Mike Pence, and we've said it, I, I, I don't hear as much rhetoric about it, so I think people are finally going, well, yeah, you're right, that is right. But I have to ask this question. I know you can't get in the mind of President Trump, and I'm not asking you to. If you want to give an opinion or not, you don't have to. Why did President Trump think that Mike Pence could do something that constitutionally <laughs> – constitutionally Mike Pence knew he couldn't do and put him in that position? Because there were people on Trump's legal team telling him that. Okay. And um, clearly, if in the, just read uh, Clause 4 of the 12th Amendment. Uh, it lays it out. The vice president's role in, in presiding over a joint session of the House and Senate for the purpose of counting uh, and certifying the electoral votes on the state is is 
literally ceremonial. There is no provision that allows him to decide to uh, not accept the certifications that are duly uh, presented to, to the House. And he, he asked the question, have these been duly presented and from the states? And, and the clerk reads what the state sends. That was all he could do. And I think, I, I think that it was a mistake to lead people to believe that Mike Pence uh, could uh, not accept these, these certain number of states and uh, throw the election into the House. That was never going to happen. And I've known Mike, the vice president, uh, for over 25 years. And he, he, what he did that day is the truest reflection of that man's character and courage that could have ever been put on display. And I know that's going to anger some people. Well, let it anger them because I think any disdain toward Mike Pence, and I would include the, the president in that as well, says more about you than it does about Mike Pence. Well, Because Mike Pence uh, could not do what was being said, and he handled himself in a way of well, integrity. Gary, think about this. And, this and you've is known the point. him, like, say, 25 years. This is the point we, we've made. If you look at the Constitution, you have bodies, you have big numbers, you have this, you have checks and balances everywhere you go. I think it would be a little inconsistent with the framers to set all this up so a sitting vice president could throw the whole election out. I mean, it doesn't really wash with what else we have in in place, right? I know you guys are really young, but in 1960, it was widely known that the election in Illinois was stolen, and that's how John F. Kennedy uh, went into office, and there was a Republican commission to look into it. But when they came time to count those electoral votes, the vice president of the United States uh, did not take any action to decertify anybody, and that was Richard Nixon, right? who was the guy that Kennedy right. beat. And in 2000, with all the questions about Florida, the vice president did not attempt to decertify Florida. That was Al Gore. So to your point, if this were right. constitutional, they it would have been it. used a long time right. ago. You know, it's just I don't know. Uh, it's just it's just crazy. There's there's so many things that seem to be in conflict, but I I feel very certain that that he didn't have that authority. He so, didn't have that authority. <laughs> so five minutes. The American people are listening. The conservatives and the Republicans are listening. What what needs to happen now? We need to come together, um, guys. There are on our side of the aisle anyway. It's full of of people who are there for the right reason, who love the country, who love liberty more than power. And we've just got to have our our base come together. And if you've not registered to vote, please go out and register to vote. Uh, Don't believe the wild, crazy stuff that's that's coming uh, through social media. Uh, Work with us and help us to get our country back on the right track. We can do this, guys. Uh, I think the churches have got to engage because there's so much on the line for the future. And and I, I promise you guys, and you've known me a long time. I've known you all a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that we get on the right track, and I'm going to do it the right way. Do you think uh, the, the, their, their concerns about voter fraud will be addressed at some point? You, re, you said why. There's some cases that are going to be heard, right? Uh, there's still two cases before uh, the court that involve Pennsylvania. But I do think there's a way forward to fix this, and uh, and it's going to require – I think a lot of what needs to be done needs to be done from the bottom up, not the top down. But uh, a lot of the tension that you're seeing right now has been building over the years because there was more and more concern about 
the integrity of, of, of our elections and, uh, and the disenfranchisement, particularly of conservatives. Uh, we've got to reverse that, and we can. And all I'm asking is, is for people to give us a chance. Uh, it reminds me of, of 1776, and everybody remembers that as the year of the Declaration of Independence, but it was also the year we came the closest to losing the country. And you have Washington, who's lost half his army, and, and he's lost every battle, got des- desertions by the dozens every night. Can you imagine what went through the minds of, of his soldiers when they were told on Christmas Day to gather on the frozen banks of the Delaware River at midnight on Christmas and told we're going to cross back over and attack the Hessians? They had to be thinking, I've done all I can do. I've lost friends in battle for disease. 2,100 of my colleagues who had, whose enlistments expired were sleeping in warm beds. But when the order came, every one of them got back in the boat. We need people to get back in the boat, guys. Uh, Congressman Gary Palmer, thanks for taking time to be with us, especially since you had to come back from that yesterday. Have you got a little more time? I still want to cover the censorship issue. We don't have it right here. The the, the censorship issue? Okay. Do you can, do you have time? Yeah. How we look? Okay. okay. One yeah. more one more second. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know whether you needed to leave or not. Okay. We, we're certainly fine. We have another live hour to do. Also, we, we'll we'll get into some of this conversation today um, with Graham Allen, who will be with us, um, and uh, he uh, he's he's running into this censorship situation that we're going to talk about when we come back, and he's, he's living it firsthand, and we're going into a bizarre world, and in his case, where um, the government is trying to tell him what kind of T-shirts he can have. I mean, I mean it literally is. And, and that gets into our it, next segment yeah, that, on the censorship. Which, which helps us with the next segment, and we'll, we'll, but that's coming up this weekend on the podcast too. And I know a lot of you are emailing. We'll look at some of this too. But the censorship thing is very real. The cancel culture is very real. And uh, Congressman Palmer has going to agree to stay with us a little bit longer, so we'll come back and we'll discuss that uh, on the other side. If you're leaving us right now, catch it on the podcast archives today or however you get all the Rick and Bubba content. Have you ever wondered how to do that? Well, go to rickandbubba.com, all the different ways to get all of the Rick and Bubba content, all five hours every day. There's multiple ways to do it, and they're available to you there at rickandbubba, spell out the word and.com. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the gang's all here for an hour. Uh, and we'll uh, wrap things up from the live show today after this hour. Some of you have more to come today. Uh, Congressman Gary Palmer is our guest representing Alabama's 6th District. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for sharing a little time with us each and every day. All right, so we're, we're in uh, Congressman Overtime. Yep. We've walked through all the major stories. If you're just now joining us, you need to go back and catch this conversation. Uh, you can do that in our podcast archives or our YouTube archives either will do but Bubba you had one more thing you want to discuss with the congressman before we go and Gary thanks for answering the hard questions these are questions that that they got to be being posed to us and I I think you've been very honest and open and trying to explain the way it is from where you're sitting at censorship I think a lot of this is being lost uh, in what's going on politically but I think a bigger issue long term is a censorship issue Um, social media has been given special protection in our country 
Uh, we've heard a lot about Section 2, 230. And a lot of people are involved in social media. A lot of people get their news from social media. Their lives are around social media. And these guys are now censoring the President of the United States, and they've justified it by saying, hey, he's calling for violence. But yet they let the Ayatollah go. They let – I could give you a page list long of other people who have called for violence and are still calling for violence today, and they let that go without even giving it a second look. It's clear they have now become in the business of they want to stifle free speech and promote their agenda. How can we let, and it's it's literally a handful of people with bad haircuts and strange piercings who are now the absolute gatekeepers on our free speech. How is this allowed to happen? And what can we do to change that? Look, nobody wants insurrection, uh, to, to happen. We don't want police officers killed at the Capitol. We don't want them at the White House. We don't want them at Best Buy. Okay? But how can we, how do we balance free speech with this, and how are we going to get on top of this thing with social media? That is a huge issue, and um, Devin Nunes uh, brought up some points yesterday. We were in our uh, committee meeting yesterday, and uh, pointed out that just on Gmail, uh, he's got thousands of people on his uh, Gmail list and uh, that he uses to communicate with them, that it also is used to for fundraising. And Gmail was directing thousands of those into spam, into people's spam folders. And people may not realize that, but G- the people who run Gmail uh, can direct the legitimate messages that you're getting into your spam folder. And... Uh, they so control you, our whole life they, now, Gary, well, from and, our and iPhones on Facebook, right on down. Yeah, well, well, Facebook, uh, I got rid of my personal Facebook page because at the end of the day, I, I can honestly say, and, and, and maybe this I should be ashamed of this, but I, I can honestly say that I don't have 5,000 close friends. <laughs> right, okay? I don't either. So, and, and the friends that I do have, like you guys, when I want to talk to you, I call you. <laughs> right. Yeah, All right? Yeah. Because we're friends. Right. And uh, and some of the stuff that's going back is is again done uh, by bots, uh, Russian bots, Chinese, uh, the the just to gin up uh, anger with people, hate and discontent. I call it H and D. But what's going on now is they're shutting down these platforms because we've become addicted to it. But I, I, as I reminded some of my colleagues, there are other ways to communicate, and we may have to go back to that. One of the things that I think we've got to protect is talk radio. And uh, we can't let corporate uh, uh, decisions dictate what you guys can or cannot say. So we we got to figure out a way to protect that. And I, uh, you mentioned the fairness doctrine. I think you said it off the air. You may have said it on the air. We got to make sure that that doesn't get imposed on people because it won't it'll not only affect your political speech, it'll affect what you say in, oh, yeah. in the context of your faith. Uh, we we saw that uh, they tried to do that to Rush Limbaugh. You remember that? Oh yeah. What twenty years ago? Yep. So yeah, there's nothing fairness about the fairness no. doctrine. Well, he, well, Limbaugh made the great <laughs> statement when his show first started picking up momentum. He says, "What are you talking about equal time?" He goes, "I am equal time." <laughs> yeah, there's never yeah. been a, a conservative yeah. voice allowed. I am equal time. Yeah, and uh, so we've we've got to be aware of that. And uh, I, I just uh, we're at a at one of the most perilous times in our country's history. I mean, it's right out of George or- Orwell's 1984. 
Yeah, yeah. And and when he when Biden talks about uniting the country, one of the things that he'll push is is single payer health care. Well, we got to get everybody so everybody. Now, the government will make decisions about your health care. Of course they will. Uh, you know, they they handle that's the, decisions the kind of they stuff got so well. that, that they think is is a way to. Uh, it, it, that they'll tell you is a way to unite the country. But what it really is, it's all about power, guys. It's not about liberty. It's not about what's best for the future of the country. It's about grabbing power and consolidating power. And we're seeing it played out right now on the floor of the House with their, with their speech code. There's magnometers now that we have to go through as members of Congress to get on the floor. Metal detectors. Metal detectors. But, Gary, back to the big tech. How, how do we make a difference in this? Because I don't, I hear that there's even some support on the Democratic side to get a get a hold of these guys. Look, we broke up AT and T one time because they had a monopoly, and it actually was it was difficult for a while, but it actually was good for the consumer long term through innovation and competition. But how do we? How do what? What are you going to do to these guys? What are you going to do to Dorsey? What are you going to do to Facebook? How how do we address the fact they have a stranglehold and they are deciding who gets to talk and who doesn't? Or just the two thirty thing that would solve yeah. a lot of it. Is well, just, that, is that's that's it... part of it. But but there's another part here too. Parler was a multi billion dollar company. I mean, right. it sprang up in, in in a short amount of time because there's a huge demand for it. Yeah, twenty million people already using Parler, and they shut them down. Apple will no longer allow you to buy that through their app store, Amazon. Amazon having their servers is yeah. what was the death blow. Yeah. I mean, they could theoretically have their own web page and sell their own app or push it, but when when the host can cut you off, and Gary, here's something yeah. that, you, that hasn't happened. I brought it up on the show. The people who run the switches on the Internet, Cisco, mm-hmm. the DNS servers, they can shut you down. That's right. And they can shut you down in a bigger way than the host can because it doesn't matter who's hosting or not if you can't get to them. Well, all these people you just mentioned, they used inciting violence to do nothing but take away a competitor. Yeah. That's all it was. Well, it had nothing to do with protecting anything. Because it, violence it, has been incited all <laughs> summer long, whether you're behind the calls or not. The facts are we had a very violent summer, okay? And social media not only allowed it, was stirring it up in many cases. Well, based on the uh, messages that, some of my colleagues and I are getting and, and phone calls. Apparently, they haven't gotten the message that you really shouldn't be inciting anybody. Right. They're not getting shut down. And uh, it just, they took out a competitor and they used it as an excuse. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we've, we've got to find a way. And, uh, and I think we will. Yeah. Well, here's the thing look, we're, we believe in free enterprise, we believe in capitalism, but there is an enemy to that, and that is a monopoly that does not allow free competition. And that's what we have now in the server business. It's what we have. You don't let one company own all the radio stations or TV. You 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 go market to market, and you, you're sure that there is at least a diversity to a certain number, and that's always debated and argued, that there's multiple ways for you to get news and talk and information. Mm-hmm. And it's regulated that way. I don't know why in the world we're not doing that to these guys. Because they have a stranglehold on our country right now. We have They're more get... powerful than you guys are, Gary. I know. And, and, and there's only about four of them, and they're, I'm not going to give my description of them anymore because they, they are not reflective of all of us. And you want to see what the future could look like. Look at what they've done in China and how they work with the Chinese government uh, to, 
to basically deny human rights to to the people of China. And Google, all of these guys uh, work have worked with the Chinese. Uh, uh, they have no conscience about this. But one of the things, again, I'm going to go back to this, and, and some of your calls said, you know, they don't trust us. But we have got to get the majorities back in the House and Senate to deal with this. We're, we have no voice in the minority. And, uh, I, and we've also got to be, start thinking about what products we buy. Uh, if, if there's an alternative market like Parler, when, when the alternative's up there, I mean, it was. Well, we were from, all headed there, and they took it away. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we all, we all were moving over there. But, but just how you buy your products, we may have to go back to brick and mortar. <laughs> well, I hope they can get me the book I'm looking for in 20 seconds. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> we got some hills to climb. We do. But, Gary, thank you for taking time yeah. to answer what I think are, are tough and demanding questions uh, and, and not sidestepping those. I appreciate your insight. Thank you, Thanks, man. Guys. Appreciate you very much. We'll be back 16 minutes past. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. Me and all my friends, we're all misunderstood. They say we stand for nothing and there's no way we ever could. Now we see everything that's going wrong with the world. 22 minutes now past the hour, so we'll take your phone calls coming, here, coming up here shortly at 866-WE-BE-BIG. You waited on a world to change. We'll keep unpacking this today. Graham Allen, uh, he's the founder of uh, 912 United. Uh, he's host of America 316. Uh, I mean, author of America 316, I'm sorry, and host of Dear America podcast. Uh, he's also a Turning Point USA contributor. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to him. He, Bubba, has been uh, touched by the big tech censorship we just talked about. And as a guy trying to say, hey, this is how I make my living. This is the things that I hold dear, and this is what this is how I see the world. You know, kind of like the founders wanted America to be set up, right? That you could go and and uh, and say what you wanted to say. Uh, and uh, he's he's been touched by that, and we'll talk to him uh, about the Capitol riots too, and his thoughts on that, and 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 the, what's going on. So so I guess looking back, we spent over an hour uh, with Congressman Palmer and, and really trying to to talk to somebody that's in the middle of all this about what's going on, what, what, what are we misunderstanding, um, what, 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 what's the plan for the future. And we try to cover all that for you. And if you have any you know comments on that, or you really can bring up any topic, we'll talk to you when we come back at 866-WE-BE-BIG. But Bubba, when, when Congressman Palmer left, he just did, and you are feeling about the same, a little, little better, even worse, uh, where, where did that leave you? Well, I, you know, Rick, I always feel like for every mystery, there's an answer out there right. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he he shed some light because Gary's a smart guy. Like he said, we've known him 25 years or longer. Uh, he is a stand-up, honest man. Um, you may disagree with some position or some vote, but I, I'll tell you this. He, every vote he makes is out of the highest conscience uh, level. And uh, and 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 he's a man of impeccable character. 
Um, and I believe what he says, and I, I believe he's telling us what he believes to be the truth to the best of his knowledge. And uh, some people don't want to hear it. Some people have their own mind made up, and, you know, that's, that, that's their right to do so. But uh, I, I'm interested in the truth, and uh, I think we, we got a lot of that. And we went on a little long, and I apologize for that. But I, I think the fact that he was in the Congress, uh, in the Capitol building when the uh, riots went on. And yesterday. And, and he was there yesterday during uh, impeachment. Um, that we needed to hear from him, and we needed to hear from him on several topics. And honestly, we could have gone another hour. Uh, mm-hmm. I got other topics I want to talk about. So, um, But I appreciate his time, and I appreciate him coming on here and speaking candid. And, you know, he always tells us when he comes on, he said, ask me anything you want to ask. There's nothing off limits. So that's what we did. Well, here, here's where I think there's an issue, and I don't know how many of these people are here. So we, we unpack all that, and I get from an emailer, I'll never vote again. Don't trust Republicans anymore either. I've gotten to the point where I don't trust any of them. So then I asked, when was the last time, honestly, do you vote often? I voted every single time since I was 18 years old. I'm 41, uh, and I voted in almost every local election as well. I'm just fed up with it. Well, uh, that's his right not to vote. It is. But it, I, I it don't is. know where that's going to help. I I don't know what he's saying he doesn't trust uh, based on what Gary Palmer said today. What, what, what did he say that you don't believe is accurate? Well, and I think – do you want to deal with this today? you got a pretty good day ahead. <laughs> well, I, I think this goes back to the cult of personality. Um, you remember I, I made uh, – got, got some people upset, and, you know, that's never been my nature to right, do that. Right, not you. When I would talk about the Trump trance, mm-hmm. you know, that you're not allowed to say anything negative or disagree with how the handling of anything right. by Donald Trump or the or the Trump folks in the Trump trance, will they'll come after you because he's he's all perfect, all the answer to everything and the greatest thing we've ever seen. And and see, our, our personality is – we can't help it. The cult of personality is real. It's always been real with, with human beings. And we go from here's somebody I that is my preferred candidate to this person is now becoming what I'm all obsessed with this this human this person not the party not the principles not not my view on taxes not my view on business not my view on the military this person has now become all encompassing to me so then if anybody opposes him or they did they didn't do what I thought they should have done to save him then that move makes me done with the party, and I don't think they're any better than the other party, even though the tenets of the both part, both parties have changed to some degree. Look, I've said openly that I believe that the modern-day Republican Party is just a little more conservative version of too much government as well. Right, right. But I'll take it over the left because yeah. the left is to the point of taking the Constitution, wadding it up, and throwing it away. Uh, I don't think we have any true constitutionalist anymore, but we have some that are closer than others. And that and that's the choices I have. Uh, I know what the the far left's going to do. It, it that there's no hope for me there. Uh, I mean, I, I can't get on that train. It just yeah. can't happen. Uh, and then um, you know, and then you make the corrections. And he said there's some things that we're going. That, but see, the the point I'm talking about. It is okay, and it is right, okay, to say that Donald Trump. And whoever gave him the information mishandled the Mike Pence thing. And he angered a lot of people, and he was wrong because he didn't have the constitutional information correct. And Donald Trump and whoever told him to say that and told him that the the vice president could do something that he couldn't do, they were wrong. 
when Donald Trump trashed Pence and said he could have done something and he wouldn't do it, he was wrong. Now, I haven't seen that apology to Vice President Pence yet, and maybe it's there and I missed it. But if someone says, well, the president was wrong about that and he put Pence in a bad situation, well, that's just true. That doesn't mean you don't that you're anti-Trump or you wouldn't vote for him or you didn't think he did a good job. He messed that up. Well, you, you got, guys, if we're not allowed to say those things, you're no better than the left. Mm-hmm. You're just a you're just a council. You're a Trump council culture, and I just don't do that. I I, I don't. Uh, I, that's not the way I'm going to live. Well, think about this too. We all are imperfect people. We live yeah. in a fallen society. The chances of any of us being a hundred percent is uh, that'd be a big nay. It's impossible. Right, right. So you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things you wish you'd have done different. I, I <clears> certainly and, have, and, and it's and fine probably to still say will. that. Yeah. <coughs> but I but, mean, y'all are all my friends, and I, at time to time, probably thought everybody in here handled something wrong, and y'all probably thought I handled something yeah, wrong. But you know the but difference. But it doesn't mean that you write them off. And if the person who thought you handled it wrong shows you that you were wrong, how about owning it? You or know what? Just say we disagree. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if they show what you said was wrong. The vice president can't do what you said he could do. That's not a that's your opinion thing. That's a constitutional fact. Phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey y'all, this is Blake Shelton, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Calls on any topic at uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. It's 35 minutes now if you're going anywhere past the hour. HelloFresh.com. More than 23 weekly recipes. Now, I want you to think about this, especially until we get to the other side of this COVID pandemic. You're trying to minimize you know, how many times you go out into the, into the mob out there and into uh, the, the masked world. Um, and you're thinking, I tell you, what if I had my meals just delivered right here to the door? Uh, so that cuts down on the grocery shopping. Uh, also, if you look at the prices, you're going to cut that grocery bill by about 40%. Uh, and then the meals come in. I'm still preparing them. Uh, I get to try different recipes or find the ones I like and just keep getting those and, and rotate them around, tell them how many I need every week. Individual bags come to my door. Inside are all the ingredients I need for the recipe and the recipe to do it. And then I get it on the table in about 20 minutes, and we're all eating and we're returning to the dinner table. But at the same time, it's all coming to my home. Uh, I'm also preparing delicious food. This almost sounds too good to be true, but it's not. It's available to you right now at HelloFresh.com, and many of you are doing this. Um, boy, have they done well this year. America's number one meal kit. Now, we're going to get you for a limited time. If you go there, we're going to get you 10 free meals, plus you're going to get free shipping at HelloFresh.com when you use the promo code of our old buddy over here, Bubba, during the, the big New Year sale. 10 free meals plus free shipping. You just simply go to HelloFresh.com, use the code Bubba, or you can find the link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, to the phones we go, Kurt is in Waynesboro, Mississippi. Kurt, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Good morning, guys. Look, hey. uh, to say that to say that you're not going to vote uh, because the game's not being played fairly, you can't do that. Right. Men have to step up and be men. Mm-hmm. And when things are are not going right, you can't just hand the keys over to the opposition and say, "Hey." Here you go, or pick up your toys and, and go home because you don't like the outcome. You have to get involved and 
in some type of way that it, that inner man has to come come about and just say, "Hey, we've got to make a change. I want to be part of that change." That strength, that inner strength, has has to come from somewhere, and it comes from the Lord. I mean, gee whiz. Yeah, well, don't it, just give up. Yeah, well, it, I, one thing I have to admit, talking to Congressman Palmer, that I that I really you know was not well informed on. He said, yes, voter fraud is out there. He, he believes it was out there. He also said why some of the cases weren't heard, and that's kind of on the legal team for not getting the job done very well. But he also brought up, brought up kind of an inconvenient truth. He said there was voter fraud in states that Trump won, too. Yeah. So, uh, so that's not like that automatically kept you from being able to win how much of it they, they were able to do. There was voter fraud in North Carolina. He won that. There was in Texas. He won that. Uh, so it, it wasn't like an automatic, if there's voter fraud, Trump had no chance based on those two states. But now that we still got to fix it. Don't misunderstand yeah, me. Yeah. I, I don't want to interrupt this phone troll with it. Maybe we'll do it next segment. Mm-hmm. I, I want to I just propose some critical thinking to you if I was a communist, okay? If I was a communist. Is that going to be the title of it? If Bubba, I was a communist. If I was a communist. Right. Yeah, oh, that, that's going to be the name of it. Oh, wow. Right. Let's go to Richard in Alabama. Richard, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey, thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. You know, I turned 30 in December these past two weeks. I've uh, probably watched the news and kept up politics most of done in my life. Yeah. And uh, yesterday I actually ended up watching the whole session on that impeachment. And buddy, Matt Gates' speech he gave, that gets you fired up right there. Guys. Yeah, we got yeah. it right here. Can everybody say his name right? How do you say this guy's name? I, I say it's Gates. Is it Gates? I've Gates. Heard it say I said Gates. 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 Is Maybe that should ask Gary. Helmsley says Gates. It's mm-hmm. not spelled Gates. that way. Here it is. Here's his speech on the floor yesterday. It was good. The speaker said to us just moments ago, words matter. But apparently those words don't matter when they're uttered by Democrats. When the gentlelady from Massachusetts calls for unrest in the streets. When the gentlelady from California brazenly brags that she called for people to get in the faces of those who serve and support the president. I denounced political violence from all ends of the spectrum, but make no mistake, the left in America has incited far more political violence than the right. For months, our cities burned, police stations burned, our businesses were shattered, and they said nothing, or they cheerled for it, and they fundraised for it, and they allowed it to happen in the greatest country in the world. Now, some have cited... Some have cited the metaphor that the president lit the flame. Well, they lit actual flames, actual fires, and we time put them out. Expired. There will be Jesus order in the house. I yield back. Time. 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 Yeah, that was a, that. that Some of them didn't like it. But the daggum mask just makes you hard to note. It gets all to be sharp when you're trying to Can't make a point. Can't you take it off when you're giving yeah, a statement? Nobody, no. Nobody's standing right in front the of you. No, it's fine. No. All he has to do is sit down, and say he's eating, and take it off. That's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sit true. behind the table and get a, like an appetizer <laughs> in front of him. <laughs> That's so good. My favorite. Throw you some cheese fries down there, and I guess you can take it right off. Give you speech while you're eating. Mary, 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 why you buying it? Mary in Gardendale, listen to ZZK. Go ahead. And good morning, guys. Hey, Mary. I just have a brief comment. Um, I, I want to make a suggestion to your listeners that um, as people who are Christian and believe in the Constitution, that we buy copies of the Bible and the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Declaration of Independence to give our children, that they give our grandchildren, so that one day when 
Nancy Pelosi shreds the Constitution like she shredded the State of the Union speech and takes God out of our country, they can see what this country was truly founded on. Well, you need you need to know your Constitution, and, and we, of course, uh, believe you need to know the Bible. Uh, and and assuming that your children are just going to know that somewhere else is a huge mistake. There's no doubt about that. Let's continue with uh, Derek out of Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Derek, go ahead. What's up, guys? You, Derek. All right, Rick. I was just going to follow up on your comment on the cult of personality. Um, I work in ministry as a pastor, and it strikes me that a lot of what we're dealing with today, too, is just what the Bible calls idols. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're we're really idolizing these leaders and putting them in a place that only God deserves. And and sometimes it's good to just step back and remember that that He's got it under control. And I know you guys know this, but Two books that are particularly helpful for me is one called Jesus Outside the Lines and a Gentle Answer by a guy named Scott Saul out of Nashville. It's really great about digging into the heart. Um, so anyway, I appreciate you guys. Thanks, man. Hey, send, y'all. Yeah, send me an email with those two books. I'd appreciate that. Okay. Uh, yeah. thank, y'all thank, take care, guys. Thanks for what you do. You too, man. Uh, let's go to North Alabama. John standing by. John, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm well. And we need you back in Nashville, Rick and Bubba. No doubt. So, uh, no doubt. Uh, my understanding is that Pence was not asked to overturn the the college, but to ask the state legislatures of four states to reevaluate uh, their votes and am i am i off base on this yes. yeah john yes. He, yes. when he when they go to that that proceeding he is the presiding oh. officer he's not a dictator he makes sure everything runs follow the rules of that committee and look it is fine it is and this is another thing that just burns me up people say well you were a treasonous caucus because you voted against it the process of what they were doing is in the Constitution. That is the legal process. It is fine for someone to question the votes from a state. It was done four years earlier, guys. Just yes. she was on the other foot. Correct. Okay? For them to bring it up, to have debate about it, and vote on it. The process went played out. It worked. The vote was to accept it. Case closed. And there's nothing Pence can do about that. That's right. Pence can't overrule them. He's the presiding officer. He's not the dictator and not the king. Yeah, I I actually— And and if you wanted to go to those those legislative bodies and and ask them to reevaluate it, you got to do that long before the the results are are provided to Congress. And I think that was already being done. I think Trump was lobbying. He invited a lot of them to the White House. I heard Gates himself, the guy we just heard from, I heard him himself on Fox News preparing everyone. The vice president, I mean, I hate to break it down to something like this. He's going to take a piece of paper and walk it over to another person. That's all he can do. And, and you know, he kind of said that kind of like, I don't know what y'all think is going to happen here, but he can't but, go in there and do anything about this. But, again, think I mean, about what my example with all the checks and balances and the hundreds of people that are involved in each one of them, would the framers – Set it up so one sitting vice president could have overturned oh, the whole election. Or even do what John's talking about. It yeah. doesn't have that power. It, it just doesn't make sense. 15, he didn't have the authority. Yet.
15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More phone calls standing by as we wrap up the hour and spend some time with you as the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so we will call this segment If Bubba Was a Communist. Yeah, if I was a communist, what would I want? Let's say I'm sitting in uh, in China or I'm in Russia. I'm a holdover from the old days or, mm-hmm. you know, Venezuela, Cuba, wherever. Just wherever my commie hangout is. Okay? Right, right. Well, the U.S. is a thorn in my side, okay, because they keep standing up for freedom and letting people say what they want to say. Oh, and I'm like, it! if we could just get them to hush, we would certainly have a better situation here. Right. So how do you get them to hush? How do you bring down the United States? You're not going to defeat them militarily. But history has shown that empires can crumble from from within, right? Oh, oh so oh, yeah. about three hundred years. Yeah. So <laughs> what what do I really want? And we've had people who know Chinese culture and and are from that uh, that area and that culture who are patriot waving, uh, you know, love America, and they said, look. What the Chinese want, they they know they're not going to take over America. They're not going to destroy America. I mean, what? What are you going to have, 300 million people that won't do anything? Who wants that? Right. So, but th- what they do want is they want us so that we cannot stop them from doing what they want to do around the globe militarily. They want us to be taken out of the game, or they want us busy with other things so we can't slow down their influence in the Middle East and in the Pacific and everywhere else, okay? So how do you do that? Well, you get us fighting among ourselves, you get us fighting among ourselves. You run our national debt up. You get it so we can't uh, do the research and development we need to do. And the best way to do that is keep us fighting among ourselves. Yep. That's what I would want if I was a Chicom sitting over in China somewhere. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll go China. I'm picturing you Chinese. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is called if so, Bubba was a communist. Yeah, <laughs> and he's so, Chinese. Currently, he's Chinese. He and is. Then, then trying the, to picture. Are you Chinese right now? First off, I want I want the U.S. so that they're not a player in on the big stage. Oh yeah. Second, I want to help out my little brothers and sisters, the socialists, uh, who want to be communists in, in our country. I want to help prop them up. Build well, how do I do that? Well, I have to tear down. I have to defeat the other side that's trying to stop them. Defeat the other. Side. Well, how are you going to defeat the other side? You're gonna you're gonna come in here and Take convince on. 75 million people that they shouldn't love freedom and free speech freedom and so. capitalism and uh, you know the way we live in middle class America that we shouldn't love that. How are you gonna do? Well, you can't do that. that we're not gonna buy that. But what can you do? You get us fighting among ourselves so that we have no political power, so that the left, who is still a minority in their thinking, the socialist can move right in, take power, do things the way that they want to do. And you know they're not going to oppose China because they, you know, that's their big sister. Think about it. Think about if you were the opposition in the United States, how would you attack us when you can't beat us militarily? That's exactly how you would do it. That's exactly what they're doing. Gary Palmer was very clear on that. Disinformation. They know we love social media. They know we love movies. You know, they're feeding us all this crap to keep us fighting among ourselves. And when you say, 
I'm voting will break. You're not helping. You're playing right into what a communist sitting in now, China what are they wants saying? you to do. What were they, when you did wrong? What are they on? saying? Huh? They're not going to say, no, I'm not ever going to vote people <laughs> yeah, again? Yeah. Okay. They, they are trying to divide and how do they us. Say it? And look, it's your right <laughs> if you don't want to vote. It's your right if you don't want to vote. It is your right if you don't want to vote, yeah. But if you split, like Gary said, if you split the Republican Party, there is no opposition now to the left. None. Right. I heard the quote, well, 80% would go with us. Then you lose by 25% because we lost by 5% this time. That that Those numbers don't work. That's I mean, it just doesn't work. Guys, think about it. Think about the bigger picture, the big picture. Not the fact that you've had your feelings hurt. Not the fact that you think you got screwed on this deal. Understand that. I feel the same. I got it. But there is a bigger issue in play here, and we got to be smart enough or we're going to be taken over by these people. Be smart. Don't buy into it. There it is. If Bubba was a communist, if I was a communist, that's what uh, I would do to all of y'all. This week he was from China. He was. And some yeah. of you've been calling me one, so there you go. <laughs> do you still have the same look if you were from well, China? Or I mean, what are we looking like? Well, uh, probably not. Buddha. Okay. Let's let's go back. Let's go. Let's go to this. What we're saying, guys. We came on the air. Okay, and this is where the the rights got y'all gotta we may have to call we gotta call some nuts. We came on the air and simply began to say that we don't think storming the Capitol was the right thing to do. That's all we said. That's it. Didn't say we didn't think lawlessness. Okay, Bubba. Yeah. We weren't just we didn't have people saying, Well, I just kinda disagree with that. That was fine. You might even convince me, you know, if you want to try to make one. But now y'all sold out. Y'all took y'all y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of libs. Libs? Worried about, your, mean, worried about your sponsor. That was one. What's, what's that for 10, 10 do minutes? Th- do you think the Chi-Coms would love it if we were in an all-out civil war over politics? Absolutely. Who wins that? Who really wins well, that? ask those that tried it before. Neither side. Mm-mm. A lot won. of dead people. Neither side hey, won that. Lot of dead, hey, a lot of dead folk. We were in a. We weren't much of a union for a while during the. Re, the we were repairing it. It weakened, and the Confederacy we, didn't win at all. Got got left with nothing. Just we, a weaker position. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of men in this country were killed, and it was senseless. Senseless. It accomplished nothing. The people who won, quote unquote, Abraham Lincoln, he win that. No, he got a pumpkin ball in the head. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Here, here goes. Yeah. Oh, here my goodness. Here it's true. Somebody do something. How it ended for him, you're right. How long did he get to celebrate that win? I wish I wasn't Not long. Not long. He didn't even get through one play. Sherman, Grant, they were alcoholics. They had demons chasing them. They were, you know, mm-hmm. one foot in the grave half the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Nobody won that. Nobody won that. Here he goes. I, can you do anything? Mm-mm. In a minute, he's going to talk about. The why you would run around with the flag that represents a loss. Yeah. This is coming next. That's next. <laughs> I know. Boy, Bubba, you, you just don't care at all about the meme mouth. You don't care at all. <laughs> I mean, you would kind of think it was funny if somebody was like a Bama fan, but they only ran around with a shooter flag. I know. I mean, you'd be kind of, well, that don't make any sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, carry around a flag when you win something. Yeah. Guys, just think, <laughs> think about who gains. Here's Whitmore. Oh, if, no. if, we turn, if we turn. Here it comes. On, He's not done. No, if we turn on ourselves, who gains? That tank ain't empty. No, he's chewing the bottom lip. Who I gains? See him. That's Nobody all I'm saying. Games. I'm saying just ask that question. Be assistant coach, Greg. I've been jumping in there a little bit right now. But was making a point. You got assistant coach in the background. Yeah. Nobody wins. <laughs> Greg, pull me back on side. Yeah, I, I can get back, coach. 
I'm t- look, I'm <laughs> saying this out of love. Fuck him all in. Right to the back of the head. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> right behind the ear. <laughs> the, the Constitution didn't win. It was shredded during the war. Shredded like a paper. <laughs> it was. I love assistant coach. I love assistant coach. You know, he steps back and he chimes yeah, in. With yeah, he's yeah. never directly. It's no, off no, he's him. off the back. He's off mic every Grant time. and Sherman, they had a great personal life. Look them up. Nice life. Pretty much hit rock bottom. That's right. <laughs> that bottle was drinking them. That's right. <laughs> Turn it up. People, got, got people in our family wanting to buy an engine named after him. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. So, <laughs> just think about it. Well, it, it, the points value. Use your brain. Got to build it up, not tear it down. That's not. T- hey, that's not being. That's not talking down anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, listen to my heart. Yeah, well, you want to work on your voice being oh, heard, not say, "Well, my, my <laughs> hey, my answer to my voice not being heard is not to speak at all." Yeah, <laughs> I mean that. that yeah, I'm out. It's better than that. I have no voice, so I'm gonna check out the game. <laughs> Nobody's listening to me, so I'm gonna stop talking. Keep on talking. Find a way for somebody to hear you. Top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. Uh, it's uh, it's always been a blast. Now, for some of you, the way you hear the show, whatever order, you may have more. Uh, but uh, we thank you for being with us on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.